and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. I'm Dan Ellis, joined in studio by three other cool guys on a lock lot. There's no camera here today. What the hell? No camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it's only here the one time, really. Well, and I, I can, I'm not going to act super weird this time, I guess. No. Because I'm not late. on camera. Well, yeah. I true. Was, I was a little too hungover to even consider bringing a camera today. That's right. You said you were not feeling well at all last night. No, no. I, I, I puked. First time in a long time. Hmm. We what all, were you drinking? Uh, just Jack Daniels, but a bottle's worth. Ugh. Hmm. Where were you? Up in the mountains. Up in a, the mountains. Having a fire. Burning things and getting drunk. In, in the middle of a cherry orchard. <laughs> just by yourself? Oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, my co- One of the guys I work with, uh-huh. uh, he, he lives on a cherry orchard. And we're up there with a bunch of his friends and... Got really, really drunk and threw up. Really drunk. (laughs) Yeah, I was supposed to be up there with Ryan, but I got a little bit drunk at a fiesta. (laughs) It was like three birthdays and a celebration. Like I don't think I'm going to make it to the mountains. (laughs) Yeah, we've got Tamel in studio with us. Uh, Tamel, you've been on only. Have you been on two episodes before? Right, on two episodes and one call-in. So fourth appearance on the show. It is. Uh, Excited to have you back again, man. I'm excited to hey, be back man. here and see you guys again. Yay! <laughs> I think you're our most returning guest. Excellent. Fourth time on the show? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but it's been a while. What about yeah. what about X? Ooh. How many times has he been on? True. He was coming. Mm. He was replacing me during the debates, wasn't he? Yeah. He might have four. Yeah, he's probably been here four. I think you guys have maybe tied. Hmm. I'm going to have to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> you were on earlier. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had you on the show, though. It has. Like, you haven't seen the new studio and all the stuff and junk. I haven't, not in person. I mean, I follow you guys on Facebook. Yeah. This revolution, but. I, I, think you were, I think you were actually our first guest we had in the old Clearfield house. Yeah, I think so. When we were just sitting on the couch yeah. and had the, had the well, microphone set on the coffee table. We know we had the table set up when he Yeah, there were tables set there. up when I was there. So. Okay. Tim Van Zeben was before Tamel in that mm-hmm. okay. in that house, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and we it's, had we had it's been two Sarah years. on there and Connie <laughs> and Grant and Grant, and that was when we were just working on the coffee table. Okay, I so think. so yeah. once again, I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a while. We're glad to have <laughs> you back in the while. studio, man. Uh, so last week we talked about free will, and we've gotten quite a bit of feedback on that, and it seems like. All of the feedback we've gotten has been really cool, really good feedback mm-hmm. that is all very long. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like people, people have written novels to us about this apart, aside from the people who just tweeted at us. Um, well, that's because you can't tweet a novel anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're working on changing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they were going to increase that to like 10,000 characters or some I, I shit. I think they're supposed to at least be doubling it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, lots lots of feedback. Um, and the the feedback that we've gotten has been kind of split 50-50 on, on people who are are on my side of the argument as being determinists. And then everyone else who's determined to believe in free will. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> but but the people who have who have advocated for free will, from from what I've gleaned from their from their comments and their responses, it all seems to stem or or come from a misapplication of the terms or not understanding really the position that that, that I hold. Right? They they seem to or or they're just making blanket assertions with no evidence or information to back up why they're making the assertion um you know i've i've seen comments ranging from of course we have free will it's stupid to think that we don't <laughs> to you know somewhat reasoned reasoned out thoughts on it and and saying that um of course we have free will um and going into the lengthy explanations about why they think we have free will, but it still all just go. It still all just boils down to a misapplication of definitions or terms, or misunderstanding of what the argument is. Um, I, I don't think like they. There were a couple that went into, you know, talking about the car. Yeah, and the engine and the tires. And we probably chose a fairly poor analogy with that one. <laughs> sort of, sort of, but. The arguments against that I've seen all all seem to think that uh, determinism means fatalism or predestination, and that's not it. No, that's and, not what, and, you're, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I wasn't saying that either. Last time when I'm trying to argue that like you have a little bit of free will and stuff, I, was, I, I agree with you 100 percent on the, that side of the determinism. I guess my thing is I still, for some reason, think in my head. That when I'm making a choice, I am freely deciding to do something at that given moment. Now, that is saying on a determinist side that that decision there is shaped by everything from the past that has mm-hmm. brought me to that moment to mm-hmm. make the decision. And that decision I make freely there will make, you know, impacts on the future. It's still a, it's still a determinist thing. You're, you are making a choice, but the choice that you are making is based on the determinist path that you are currently on. Yeah. All of all of the experiences that you've had in your brain chemistry have led you to yeah. make whatever decision you want. And you and you can you can even sit back and think to yourself, okay, well I'm going to make a reasoned decision on this. I'm going to contemplate my options, you know, come up with, with a reason why I would pick one thing over the like over maybe- the other. But even in doing that, you're still it's still determinism who that, that allows you to have these reasons in the first place. It's everything that you've lived to that point that, that has given you those reasons. Yeah, I guess I still sometimes when I – maybe I still have it locked in my brain that with the determinism side, even though we're saying it's not like a lockdown, like it's a predestined future, like this has already been decided for you, to say that you aren't freely making the choice at that time kind of makes you go, well, then how is that not predetermined? Well, it's – yeah, to say predetermined would be to say that, you know, all plans have been laid out. Yeah. Nothing changes and that's not the case. So it, if 
if you make a choice or you or you do something, let's say, let so you lend you you let me borrow your recorder that I'm going to take to Reason Rally, right? And if I fuck that up and break it while I'm at Reason Rally and just bring it back to you, and go oh, here you go. Your response to that will feed into my will feed into the schema of my determinism, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you say, "What the fuck, man? You broke it. <laughs> I let you borrow this, and you bring it back all fucking broken, and what? You're just fine with that? Like you're like, not going to replace it? You're not going to do anything? Like it's all covered in the semen? Yeah, you, you, you think it's just perfectly fine <laughs> to fuck my shit up and just bring it back and be like, "Man, here you go. Thanks for letting me use it. It's broken now." Then. That can affect me and, and my future decisions that it is fed into my, into my determinist schema now that I have additional information and mm-hmm. may, and, and may alter my way of thinking about things. Are you trying to say something about the mic I borrowed from you though? No. <laughs> oh, did, did you break it? <laughs> no. Um, but thanks for letting me have that anyway. Oh, no worries. Uh, but I am feeling a little pressure to move on from this this time. And yeah. get to the stuff we have for today. What do you think? Or do you want to do sure. free will again? Sure. No, yeah. We, we I can, think we're just we kind of like recapping on a little bit of the responses. Yeah. And oh, okay. Trying to, I think, make ourselves a little better. A better. I still I have no fucking idea what I think about it. <laughs> I think it almost sounds like pretty similar to the concept from The Matrix when he talks about everything that he's done in your past is going to lead up to a decision that we know that you're going to make. But it's like you're trying to understand why. Uh-huh. Yeah, you want to get right up on that? Is I predetermined that I don't want to be up on the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Mike a little quiet? Maybe. Uh, He's on the same level I'm on right now. I think you just need a need a yeah. There you go. I I walk soft. That's better. We go with the big stick. That's more gooder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, but what did you say though? I was just saying it's uh, similar to the concept in the Matrix, where it's like you're. All your decisions that you've made in the past are leading up to a decision that you know you're going to make. It's kind of like having an understanding of what made you make that decision. It's the idea that you can understand what someone's going about to do. Same thing. It's like similar when you're trying to think about probably like global strategy. When you think about a military strategy, what somebody has done in the past is going to reflect what they may do in the future. It's like a predetermining factor. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mentioned to Matt pre-show that... You know, I was, I was reading some more things and, and listening to some other shows again that I'd listened to before. And one of the things that was mentioned, uh, in, in this other show was that, you know, they, they can do studies where they, they bring in study participants and they, they preload them with, with terms. Um, so they'll, they'll read them a story or they'll talk to them and use terms like, you know, interrupt. Rude, abrasive, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take charge, mm-hmm. uh, impatient, uh, short time, all of these things to kind of preload their, their, their view on something. It's like priming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, yeah, that, sorry. That's, that's the, that's what they're doing. They're, they're priming them with all of this information, right? With all of these keywords. And then they'll, then they'll have somebody come in and, and talk to them or present a story and, if they're primed with all of these mm-hmm. rude, interrupting words, that's how they act when yeah. when this person comes it's, in and it's, talks. It's what mentalists do for mm-hmm. you know a stage act. Or I still love the uh, Dern Brown, the guy from England. 
he he shows it and he'll show the thing they go now here's how i made that person pick this exact object which i knew they're going to do because it's like i was showing them the color red i kept saying like wheels and all that kind of thing and at the end the guy chose a red bike and i was priming his brain to say that even though he has no clue. Well, if you think yeah. about it, it's what a Fox News does every day. They prime, <laughs> yeah. they prime their people to have a reaction to, yeah. oh, this person did this. He's reacting weakly. Oh, this person's more likely to be deadly. But, so, so they – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, but for people who are maybe not as uh, suggestible as Fox News crowd mm-hmm. – um, you know there are going to be there are going to be people for whom uh, mentalist tricks don't work, and this true, true. priming stuff may be less effective or not effective. So in that so in that case, what I mean, what what is it then? It's actually pretty interesting because we were talking about the author Dilbert earlier before we started, uh-huh. and he was saying that you know there's certain people, probably about ten percent, that can go into the deep hypnotic hypnosis state to where you can actually make suggestions to them, but the others can be manipulated you can't be full-on just brainwashed out but they can kind of change the way that you think and get you thinking in a certain way to where you're constantly primed to make a to have a reaction yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you might not be able to full out make someone act away but you can start making them feel a certain way towards whatever it is uh immigrants coming in mm -hmm. towards minority groups towards gays transgenders in the bathroom that's how fox news does it but there are still people who are resistant to Oh, yeah. Those, those yeah. suggestions, the priming, the you yeah. know, all, so the hypnotism or whatever. So what of them? I mean, is that well? That's why. Well, like, I think as long as they're the minority. Well, but I guess but I mean, as, into the percentage. It, as, as well, and there was it relates to levels. determinism, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if if you're using that as a case for determinism, then what? So I'll bring up that Darren Brown again because he doesn't just do it in that one room. He'll ha- have shows where he'll show them. He'll prime someone for a month. Where he'll have people like they, he knows the person's schedule, so he'll have people on the street following him, saying words around them, or making sure a certain song is playing when they're on the bus, or mm-hmm. getting all this different stuff going on around them for a, a good month, which is planting a seed in their head slowly, and it's there often, it's all the time. So that's kind of like when you, I guess determinism with like the Fox News thing, they keep planting that seed in you over and over and over again. So even if you're not susceptible like hypnosis on the spot to just like fall asleep or something that doesn't mean that uh something given to you fed to you over and over and over again won't make an effect i, on the I way understand you that but there are people for whom it does i think nothing. it's i think it's different than hypnosis though because yeah. what they're doing is yeah, not i hypnosis, don't even accept hip- hypnosis really as far as i can tell but i'm just saying but are there if, people for who it does nothing yeah well i guess that's my question even on, i mean even on those well, shows where they're doing it when they're picking from a large crowd they're like it's guaranteed that a bunch of people will not be able to be hypnotized and you got to find the people that are extremely well sure but i'm, I'm yeah, talking about let's the move away from hypnotism because oh, i don't yeah. i don't yeah. i don't think that actually really I, works. I honestly think anybody can be primed if you keep giving them a subset of information well and, and so what i was going to say about the, the whole priming thing is that you know they can prime people with all of these these key terms and then present them with choices and the people make their choice based on all of this priming mm-hmm. yeah. when they don't even know that they've yeah. been primed. They think they're making a choice, but if they're primed in a different direction, they would make a different choice. So yeah. they think they have the free will to make this choice, but they've been primed in one direction yeah. and I, they don't, they don't even know that they've been primed. How can, so how can they say that they have free will when they don't even know what what brought them to that decision in the first place, right? Well, that, that is that is what advertising is for nowadays. It's to try to prime you to buy their products or Sometimes. go to their 
go to their locations and stuff, or they even sell like with the color schemes inside of restaurants or someplace. Like we have it that color. The fluorescents are that color to get you in and get you out, so that way we can serve more customers. Yeah, and I I think when it comes to the priming, you can't necessarily say that they can predict what the reaction is going to be. Some people can be primed and they'll have a total adverse or opposite reaction. So they might be trying to prime you to go one certain direction, but you may rebel completely against what you've been primed to. Well, but even then, that that that's speaks to still, that's that's a still a causal still response. Yeah, it's still a causal response that that is it's not contra causal. I mean, there's something mm-hmm. that happened to you that affected that affected your decision, whether you're aware of it or not. It still happened, and it still becomes part of your part of the schema for your determine mm-hmm. yeah. for your determinism. I'm just saying everyone can't be manipulated to react one way. Right. Everyone's going to have based on your own background how you're going to relate to what you're being primed for. Mm-hmm. Like like the fact that I'm determined, despite all of this priming and marketing, uh, to avoid superhero movies. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed your, your thing last week. That was Thanks, man. That was very good. Oh, I got, yeah, we had feedback on that one as well, but yeah. we, we don't need to go. Yeah. And I've since learned that when you really look at the evidence, the truth is it takes more faith to be an atheist than it does to believe in God. You've really got to ignore the facts. Well, it's funny how we equate the word atheism with intellectual. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. That's right. Well, we could talk about the biggest primer we got right now. What's that? Donald Trump. Ugh. That guy's such an asshole. He's been in the news more lately. He's I been... watched. He is the candidate now. Mm-hmm. As of last week, he has, the, he has the number of votes to be the official candidate now. Uh-huh. Delegates, yeah. Yeah, number yeah. delegates, yeah. It is... I don't even know what to say about it. Other, I mean, so the people that I've seen who are Donald Trump supporters, they're either really, really ignorant, like they just don't know really much about anything, the dumb people, mm-hmm. or they're very, very racist mm-hmm. or or xenophobic. Yeah. They're scared. Or they're both. I, I have yet to meet anybody yeah. who has provided any rational basis on which to vote for Donald Trump. Are there smart racists? Sure. I imagine there are. Probably, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You'd have to, yeah. Intelligent? I mean, I guess it depends on what you mean by smart. I I was just thinking, because you were saying that they're they're dumb or they're racist, and I was like, that's Matt. Draw the Venn diagram of that and see and see how much circle you have. Outside. Well, I think uh, you might have your type of racist that might see minority groups or individuals as a threat, and then you might have other people a little. But bit. that's not very smart, though, is it? I'm not saying it's smart, but I'm saying there's the other people that are raised more thoroughbred that are kind of like we are exceptional. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, of their yeah. exceptionality as opposed to. Oh, these people are a problem. I it's just saying. like, we don't need to mix with those people. We've always been here. My family's this generation. We have this wealth. Hmm. So, I mean, I think you can have intelligent racists and yeah, something that somewhat's passed down. I think it's still obviously with the, with Donald Trump being the nominee. I think a lot of it's kind of come to the forefront a little bit. I think it allows yeah. them. He's allowing them yeah. to be more racist. Yeah. Well, yeah. and well, like you can have intelligent. You can have intelligent people who are theists. Yeah. You know, they just, they've been indoctrinated into, <laughs> yeah, yeah. into whatever religion their entire life yeah, that's and true. just haven't been, haven't really questioned yeah. it, haven't really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make them dumb. It makes them ignorant for sure, hmm. but they're not dumb. They well, can still be really yeah. intelligent. If you're raised in all your formative years thinking that, you know, what you're being told is true. 
it's very, very hard to, I think it almost takes more of the exceptional mind to break away from that type of thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, if you don't have any reason to question it, why would you question it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if you've lived your entire life in this bubble that everything is good and sunny inside the religious world, then, and you have no reason to question it at all, why would you? I mean, there's, there's no indication that anything's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So until somebody comes along and, so, and, you know, pokes the cognitive dissonance <laughs> in your head yeah. and, and makes you actually start thinking about the reasons why you believe what you do, then you have cause to, cause for concern and, and to question what you believe. But until then, it's just, no, yeah. it's great. But, Church but, is super duper. But I think, I think <laughs> a lot of the people coming out of the woodworks with Trump are, I, I guess, maybe casual racists. Someone who wouldn't normally be overtly racist, but, you know, maybe thinks about it, but doesn't really want to, you know, harm themselves. But now that you got Trump out there and other people are voicing their opinion, like, oh, wow, I can actually say this out loud now. Yeah, they're strength in numbers kind of thing. I think you also have another thing where it comes to racism that I've, like, somewhat experienced with people. Like, if you're not coming out and just calling somebody a nigger, they think that they are not being racist. Mm. If I'm just uncomfortable with this person or I just don't want to talk to those type of people or I don't want to work with them, that's fine. To those I'm not people. Being <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And to most people, if you're not lynching a black person, if you're not dragging them behind a fucking car, it's fine. I'm not racist. I just have, <laughs> I'm just more comfortable. The, I'm way. not racist. I've never <laughs> lynched anybody. Yeah. The thing that I hear them, well, I mean, as a couple of black men here, no. I'm just saying, I mean, the thing, the thing that I see being said that bothers me is, what, how does it make me racist if I'm just saying what's true? You know, mm-hmm, that kind of yeah, shit. It's yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. That's, <laughs> that shit drives me fucking well, crazy. That, that goes no. on the whole PC thing. You're like, well, I would, we don't need to be politically correct. I don't like people being politically correct. I'm like, it's not called, it's not politically correct. It's being a decent fucking human being. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's, and, that's and, all it is. And recognizing other human beings. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to love politically correct if you're trashing something they like. If you're, uh-huh. yeah burning a flag or talking bad about a church then yeah, right, right. you need to have yeah. respect yeah and you Which, need to i don't have a quote from religious friend this week because i didn't find anything good on his facebook this week uh, but he does that all the time he's like oh stupid pc liberal hippies but the second anybody makes fun of uh, catholicism on his facebook goes you need to respect that how dare you don't yeah. speak ill of that right mm-hmm. which is just more yeah. pc yeah yeah what's good for the goose should should be good for the gander yeah. right yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Haven't had a, one of those in a while. I feel old sometimes uh, when you guys point it out. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, so we we were going to have Joey, uh, Joey Lee Kirkman on the show with us tonight. And I was contacted by Joey and we decided to hold off on that because I will be in D.C., starting tomorrow and we can just get together in person. Uh, at first he, he thought that all three of us were yeah. going out. I, I, it would, it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be really cool. Maybe next reason rally. I'll try to maybe next time we'll set up a Patreon and yeah. have everyone send us there. Yes. <laughs> Go fund me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he initially thought that all three of us were going out there and, and thought, Hey, you know, we can just meet up and talk in person and, and the sound will be a lot better and that'd be great. Um, I told him that I was the only one going out. Then there were some other reasons why we thought it would be good to maybe wait. Um, I have, I have some audio from Dr. Richard Carrier mm-hmm. when he was out here talking about the intersection of, uh, humanism and polyamory. That was a great talk. I learned a lot. Um, 
I have a lot of friends, of course, who are humanists. Yeah. And a lot of friends who are, who are polyamorous. And I thought I had a pretty good handle on, you know, what polyamory is and, and all of the different flavors and ideas of the poly community and the swinger community and whatever. And I learned a, a fucking lot during his talk. Um, so I got some audio of that. The audio isn't fantastic because I didn't have time to, to plug an actual mic in. It, it's on a, a little mobile recorder that I was able to get some audio. Uh, but so the, so it's not fantastic, but it is very listenable still. And I think it has a ton of great information in it. So I will be putting that out sometime very shortly. It may have even come out before this episode is released. Okay. I don't know. Awesome. We can't tell the future. We'll, we'll, we'll put that out as a bonus. <laughs> it's not been determined yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put that out as a bonus. And then while I'm in DC, uh, I'll meet up with Joey and do a little interview with him out there that then we can release as an episode. And then we'll have him on the show the next, you know, the following week or the week after that. And oh, is he going to fly out here to Utah and hang out with us? That'd be great. But <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have him on to talk more about what we talked about, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff, a lot of information coming soon that'll be very interesting, and some of that information might be up by the time you hear this. Uh, yeah, it's a very good anyway. possibility. Yeah, yeah, and that mm-hmm. was that was it too. Is we didn't yeah. want to be talking about a lot of things that would be basically old news or overshadowed by yeah new more recent information yeah. that that will be. Coming very shortly. So. Which is completely understandable. Yeah. So I thought that was good. And then I get to hang out with Joey. So yeah. right. mm-hmm. that'll be awesome. Um, what else we got to talk about this evening? Uh, we talked about Trump being a shitbag. Oh, speaking well, of Trump being a shitbag. Trump being a shitbag. Trump, <laughs> Trump being a shitbag. Uh, he, he has decided that he will not debate Bernie Sanders now. Right. Um. I, if if I remember correctly, Trump actually started the whole talk about yeah. po- the possibility of debating Bernie Sanders. And I think you mentioned, Tamel, that it was Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel yeah. brought it up and asked him about it. And, and Trump think- was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd debate him. And Sanders immediately tweeted, all right, let's do it. Yeah. I look forward to debating you. And then Donald Trump said, well – you know, maybe if we could raise some money, you know, ten, fifteen million dollars for women's charity. Um, I think first, I think first, his spokesperson came out and said that he was talking tongue in cheek. Oh yeah, that is supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Then he responded later hmm. saying that yeah, let's raise some money for charity. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he wanted both of them. Like he's like, I will pitch in ten million dollars, and I want Bernie to pitch in ten million dollars. I, I well, I think his story changed a whole lot. Yeah. I think he said it's going to be a charity for broads or something. <laughs> it was Damn for broads. women's health issues or some shit yeah. is what he said initially, I think. And then, then has since changed his mind again and is, is saying that he will not debate Bernie because he doesn't think it's appropriate to, to debate the number two person. So he's afraid. Yeah. And I mean, so, so now officially both of the front runners. Have have backed away from Debating doing another Bernie. debate against Bernie Sanders yeah. because Clinton said that she would do one ahead of mm-hmm. California, and mm-hmm. she's now saying no. Yep. And Trump said that he would, and now he's saying no. So, well, why why should Hillary debate the number two person? <laughs> <laughs> but I've also been seeing in more polls coming out showing it being really tight between 
Bernie, I mean, not Bernie, I mean, Hillary and uh, Trump nationally. Uh huh. Which is scary. Uh huh. Yeah, I think he's actually passed her in a couple polls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah in the, the Fox News poll, I think overall, he was up by two points. The overall um, average of polls. Yeah. He but most of those polls, it's like plus or minus four points or something. Yeah. It's well, within the margin of error. Yeah. But. And the really terrible thing is that we have two candidates, one on each side, who are the two most disliked candidates, the two <laughs> yeah. most disliked candidates of any election yeah. ever in the history of our great nation. Yeah. And in recent history. Which is something that could be extremely problematic. I would actually yeah. say three. All three of them are the most disliked. You're talking about Gary Johnson? All four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sanders. Sanders has has a has I think an up plus fourteen favorability yeah. as opposed yeah. to the net negative of the other two. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But um, the only thing I was saying is, if those two do end up being the nominees, and we normally have low voter turnout anyway. Yeah. I mean, you could possibly have where you just have extremely low voter turnout. Period. Nobody really motivated to go out and vote. Hmm. And we know that usually the evangelical or the more Christian leading side vote. All well, one, the of, time. one of the arguments that I've been seeing lately is, well, Bernie should drop out. <clears throat> excuse me. Bernie should drop out because then Hillary's numbers against Trump go up right. by at least three points. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, OK, but Bernie against Trump is already beating He's Trump already handily. Yeah. yeah. And if. Hillary were to drop out, his numbers go up yeah. even more. even more than her numbers go up if he drops out. Yeah, exactly. So I know. I think that's a really dumb argument to try to make. Oh, it's terrible. When Bernie's winning nationally, as far as like the polls go for who would win, so yeah, yeah, he sounds like a more electable candidate. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, against Trump. Still, yeah, he still has the possibility. I mean, very highly unlikely of pulling ahead, not cinching the nomination, but pulling ahead in delegate math. Which would be an interesting possibility to see how the DNC would respond to that. Yeah, but yeah, I, think, I think I think we know how they would respond to that. Yeah, <laughs> like the super delegates to stay with it were like she won. Yeah. Yeah. Which is well, why I don't know if you saw where Chris Matthews said that his station was if she got the hundred votes, you know, because the super delegates who haven't voted yet, if she got the hundred more delegates that she needed combined with them, then they were just going to call it for her before California was even done voting, saying hmm. that she was the nominee, and she was at, he was asking. Bernie's spokesperson about this or Bernie's campaign manager. And it, if you saw the interview, he's actually trying to agitate him. He was doing everything oh. he could to not, but you know how Chris Matthews can be. He's yeah. an excellent interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's really hard watching him interview some people right. sometimes because he just, he'll ask him a question and they'll start answering and then he asks, they'll interrupt him and ask him another question before they even answer the one that he just asked. Yeah. It's like having an argument with the kid with ADD streamlining the sugar. <laughs> Look, I have an, uh, an intellectually stimulating theory. It's my theory of where the soda can may have come from. Billions of years ago, there was a big bang in space. Nobody knows what caused the big bang. It just happened. And from this bang issued this huge rock. On top of the rock was found a sweet, brown, bubbly substance. And over millions of years, aluminum crept up the side, formed itself in a can, then a lid, and then a tad. And then millions of years later, red paint, blue paint, white paint fell from the sky and formed itself into the words, 12 fluid ounces. Do not litter. God damn it, I lost my cursor. There we go. <laughs> Trump saying that he will not debate Sanders. And he also won't release his tax returns because we won't be able to understand him. Yeah. 
Yeah, we won't be able to understand how someone has a net worth of $10 billion and has it's paid no zero, taxes. Which is what the last tax return that is out there publicly of his showed, that he did not pay any taxes. Right. Yeah, he – well, and a reporter asked him – you know, how much did you pay in taxes? And his response was, it's none of your, your business. business. Yeah. <laughs> he he knows it's going to – it's damaging the fact that he doesn't pay taxes. Well, he, yeah. He, he's, he utilizes He's, he's talking loophole. about he's, he's of the people. He's every man. Yeah. But he's very, very rich also, and everybody could be like him. I mean, when he's like, I'm going to yeah. fix the system, but wait, I love this system because I use and abuse it every fucking day. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to release his taxes. They've, there's talk in Congress that they're trying to pass a bill that all presidential candidates would, would be compelled to release all of their tax returns for X number of years, but I don't think that's going to pass. No, because that's damaging to them. Yeah. <laughs> to the Republicans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even it could be damaging uh, to Hillary I'm, showing how much she fucking takes I'm in sure from certain things. I'm sure there's some damage to both sides there. I mean, for Trump's side, it's actually a pretty smart strategy. I mean, as much as I hate the bastard, he does <laughs> he's clever. <laughs> well, and he can just lie and say whatever the With hell the he wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and did people, I say that? My bad. <laughs> yeah, and people people are just like, okay, well, yeah, maybe every now and then he stretches the truth a little bit. No, he flat out fucking lies yeah. about shit all well, the time. Well, I'm pretty sure most of the places that call him out on the lies, uh, his people aren't watching the lamestream media, as they call <laughs> yeah. it. They've yeah. been primed to not respect the media unless it's fox news <laughs> well, but his so. <laughs> supporters are like i mean yeah he he might have lied about this but look at all look at all the other good stuff the racism yeah. and the and the xenophobia <laughs> and all like look at all that though that's what we really like look I mean, he has, a really he has 20 wall. businesses that haven't failed yet <laughs> he's gonna make the greatest wall ever yeah he's gonna keep the illegals out it's gonna have a taco bell he's, he's gonna stop those <laughs> gays from getting married mm-hmm um, I don't know. Has he even said anything on the gay marriage? He's. Uh, I think he's, he's kind of stayed away from that. He's, he's flip flop on the transgender bathroom issue, like saying yeah. Jenner could use his bathroom, but I haven't heard her much on the gay marriage. Abortion, yeah. he's kind of flipped around on. Oh know? yeah, he's like, definitely I'm pro. Flipped around I'm again, some pro. Yeah. yeah, there should be consequences for mm-hmm. the woman who gets an abortion, which yeah. is funny because that's honestly what Republicans think. Oh yeah, they do. I well, mean, I there mean, are it's... women being put in prison right now for having miscarriages, for having problems during their pregnancy, even the ones that have had abortions. It would. Women in I mean, it's a it's a natural consequence of the of the laws and regulations that they want passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sure, if you were to get an abortion, you would be breaking the law. What happens to people that break the law? They're jailed. But yeah. they don't want people to think about yeah, that. It's the Republican until they can get those policies it's like, yeah, we're in place. Make this illegal, but then what's going to happen? Yeah. Until they can get those policies in place because they know that if they start attacking women and saying, we're going to put you in jail, that that's going to give them a black eye. They're, yeah. they're going to be hurt by that, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't want to address it. They want to get the policies in place first. And then after they've started jailing women, it doesn't matter because the policies are in place. And mm-hmm. No, the women will just be like, as long as it's not me. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much the Republican mentality. Well, once once something becomes criminalized – you're you're basically fucked if you're if you're the citizen because at, at that point then you know people turn to to a situation where it's like well don't fucking break the law mm-hmm. they all of a sudden they become yeah, they yeah. become this a like criminal. they they're they're so tough and hard lined on it well yeah now you're a criminal so tough shit you yeah. shouldn't have done that thing you know it's, it's, and that's exactly what we saw with the war on drugs oh yeah you know it's like well these aren't really offenses i mean especially not you know, long-term prison offenses, but yet 
if yeah. you th- if you take the temperature uh, of people, especially on the right, about the war on drugs now, well, don't fucking it's illegal, dude. Yeah, you, don't you, break the law. And it fault. wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, exactly, well, it's your had, fault. I've yeah. had that argument so, with people before. I'm like, you thing. know, I don't think uh, you should decriminalize drugs. People shouldn't be put away. They need help. Like, no, no, no. I think they need some punishment. I'm like, well, how much? And like, why? How and long why? do you go to prison for smoking weed? I mean, if you rape a child, you might get two years. You might get probation, depending on how well off you are. Yeah. Well, in states where it's a, where it's a three strike rule, if you're caught three times with enough weed on you, you're in prison for life. Oh, I know. Life. They just yeah. they just never have an answer for how long. Well, right. and they don't they don't question. Like, well, they need to do something. They, and they don't question the ethics of, of right. the particular law. Mm-hmm. It's just, no, this is the law, and you have to obey it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then I come back with, well, how long should you be in prison for speeding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because speeding's a jailable yeah. offense out here. I don't know if the last time you got a ticket, but I went to court, had a ticket, heard the judge that as long as you pay your fine, I'll suspend your two days in jail <laughs> for five <laughs> miles over the speed limit. Coercion. Jeez. <laughs> well, but I'm like, hey, you need to stick to the rules. Lock them up. Start locking people up for speeding tickets. Yeah. Yeah. They'll start paying attention to the damn drug laws. Only, only me and you have gotten that the the jail treat the jail threats because mm-hmm. we're black. But every, nobody else. They <laughs> keep trying to lock you up. <laughs> no, I honestly, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, if you actually pay attention when you get a speeding ticket on the highway, hmm. the judge will be like, "Oh, I'm going to suspend your two day sentence as long as you pay your fine on time." Love that coercion. Mm-hmm. Extortion. Well, I always got to give you something. You throw as many charges at him as yeah. you can. Yeah. Take your money out of your pocket at the end of a gun. Well, <laughs> sounding like libertarians. <laughs> no, libertarians don't even get me started on that Gary Johnson. Well, I mean, I I have I have a whole I have this is just like the superhero thing that you you heard the clip very end of like a whole thing i could do about why i have that why i came to that conclusion but it's all based on this what i feel is this extreme conflict of interest be behind paying the people who enforce laws mm-hmm. the fines you know yeah i mean it's major conflict i mean you sh- everyone should get community service because then it it doesn't benefit the very people who are out there writing those well things. yeah it's something if you take a look at ferguson it's something that's been going on for quite a long time especially if you take a look at Republican governor states specifically, the always decrease taxes and then they start cracking down more. I mean, you look at Arizona with all of their photocop surveillance. Mm-hmm. If you're speeding, you go through a light, they send you a ticket. A yeah. girl I worked with got a ticket, sent it to her $200 for running a red light. You either drive your butt back down to Arizona, have a warrant put out, or you pay the ticket. They start, they eliminate taxes and they start making up the revenue by giving people tickets. Yeah. And then when people aren't running that red light anymore, Thing going five miles over the limit will be the thing that they push. When people aren't going five miles over anymore, you're not changing your lane properly. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. You don't have your signal up. Well, yeah. It's going to come down to you can't do anything without having to pay a fine. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not saying taxes are unconstitutional or illegal or we shouldn't pay them. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not going down that road, that libertarian road. Or I'm not saying you know. I'll never give the government money unless I shoot whatever you analogy you said to guns or whatever. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just saying I see a pretty clear con- conflict of interest in uh, the guy who gets paid more money to write more tickets. I mean, I know it's not mm-hmm. directly, you know, it's not like he pockets that money. Yeah, that officer maybe. You yeah, know. you don't know. About yeah, you don't know. Reviews. But but, but what I'm but what I'm saying is yeah. I mean, ultimately, it goes back into the system that mm-hmm. buys new squad cars, new vests, new equipment, all that stuff, and that's well, where I think the conflict happens. Yeah, I think it's that, a profit motive. I'm 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 totally fine with 
writing tickets and making people, you know, obey the laws. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm fine with that. Let's just do it a little bit differently so it's not so there's less potential for snowballing. Oh, I'll agree with that's you. All. But then that's what just, I mean. Then they'll just come out and say you want kids and to corruption. get hit by a car. Yeah. And corruption. <laughs> well, there was there was a fire department that got, well, got criticized about two years ago because the neighborhood that they were responding to is outside their district, and that district didn't have any fire departments. So for mm-hmm. them to get fire protection, they had to pay an extra little fee every month on their like ut- their utilities or whatever it was. Well, the house they were responding to decided they didn't want to pay that fee. So when the fire department arrived to prove a point... Like, no. Let your house burn down. We're going to let your house burn down because you do not pay for fire protection. Yep. I don't got, like to get conspiratorial, but I swear that I've seen that story and it just sounds really coincidental. <laughs> like, you're the house that's not paying the fine and your house burns down. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying I'd like to see more oh, of no, the story. Yeah. I, I think the issue was multiple people weren't paying it and they thought, well, they'll they'll just do the job yeah. anyways. So to kind of prove a point, they're like, okay, if you guys don't want to pay for the service, we'll pull up here and watch your house burn. Hmm. Pay the fee. Like, we need money in order to operate. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what they're moving to. I mean, there you have cities now where they're making privatized cops. The police well, is not run by the state. Ambulances in a lot of places are privatized. Yeah. yeah. And even when it comes to like probation officers, they've been privatizing those. You have separate uh, probational services. So if you're not paying your probation fees, you can't have a debtor's prison. But if you owe money to a private organization that's taking care of your probation, then they can yeah. find you and go after you. And then you go to that privatized jail. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. They, they, speaking of privatized jails- and libertarians. <laughs> Gary Johnson is now the uh, pick for the Libertarian Party. Yeah. The guy who who promoted private prisons because New Mexico couldn't afford their prisons after taxes were cut so much that they turned it over to private companies and – Which you still have, he to, got, still have to pay them. He got plenty of kickbacks from them. Yeah. It's and bullshit. That's how it works. And But he's he's the libertarian choice. No, yeah, he's easy. He's soft on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well, and he's he's tried to excuse the whole private prisons thing away by saying, "Well, what are you what are you, what are you looking at me for? I'm the guy who who wants to legalize drugs, and <laughs> and you know, if if I'm legalizing drugs, then there's going to be less people going into prisons. So obviously, I'm acting outside of what would be considered something that could, that could benefit me. Why would I well, do that? Like, yeah, but you already benefited. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Yeah. So, yeah, they, I, I have a hard time with libertarians. I, I understand some of it. I understand the appeal of some of it. Sure. But it's, well, the other thing too is ask, ask, get any two libertarians in a room together and ask them to give you the party's platform. Oh, yeah. What the, what the party stands for, what they should do, their policies. Nobody fucking knows. Well, they'll have the two. They'll have, we don't believe in taxes and drugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's about it. There are usually anti-interventionists too, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the the rest of it is some form of, I want to do whatever I want with no consequences mm-hmm. and about everyone else, fuck them. Yeah, but I mean, businesses that regulate themselves, they have no reason to want to hurt their customers. Right. They don't care about the profits. Yep. Yeah. There's yep. an oil spill and there's no government to force them to do anything about it. Yep, just got some colored water. Speaking about customers getting hurt, there was this segue. <laughs> segue. Uh, this this poor guy uh, says that he was attacked for taking his five year old daughter into a men's room at Target of all places. 
Uh, this is from here in Utah. Walmart. Oh, was it Walmart? Yeah. Sorry. I thought yeah, it was Walmart. We don't want to double up on Target. There I thought it was Target for some reason. <laughs> no, this was the Wally World. Uh, so, yeah, and actually this is in my old city. I, I lived in Clinton for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll play the clip here. Where is that? Clinton is... That's, that's- it's right is down north the street from my house. It's between. <laughs> it's between. Uh, it's northwest right of Layton. Sunset and yeah, hmm. yeah. It's between between Ogden and Layton. Oh, it's okay. a few. It's a few city blocks. It's west. <laughs> yeah. It was just instant. He just instantly blew up on me. A dilemma we all face as parents. Tonight, one man's decision regarding his children and a public bathroom landed him in the boxing ring. Dang, if it's a story you'll only see on KSL. Absolutely. It was a wild altercation that unfolded when nobody expected it inside a Walmart out in Clinton. And what started it all is perhaps the most upsetting part of the story. News specialist Andrew Adams is live in Clinton right now with the details. Andrew? David, it'll make you mad because so many parents do this so regularly. I mean, how many times do we go to the store, we get our peanut butter, we get our paper towels? Well, this guy and his <laughs> wife were after blinds props. and after these storage bins. Their kids had to go to the bathroom, and that led them down a path they never expected. You guys want to watch TV? <laughs> yeah. Downtime on the couch. Is this Justice League? Yeah. Cool. The guy to the side. For Christopher Adams and young Emery and Kyler, it's already been an eventful week. Me and my wife just went on Sunday to Walmart. And Adam's kids told dad they had to go to the restroom. Quickly, the trip to the back of this Clinton store proved anything but routine. This guy walks in and goes to the bathroom in the urinal and then he just like turns to me and starts freaking out, dropping the F-bomb. And what he was freaking out about was that my daughter was in the men's bathroom. Adam says the man told him it was inappropriate and then started to push him. When I turned back around... Uh, I got sucker punched right here. It became an all-out struggle, with Adams getting punched in the face and kicked in the knee multiple times. But Adams... Yeah, I'm 6'3", 250. ...was no Uh, pushover and defended himself, forcing the man out of the restroom. I just slammed him on the ground and just held him until, you know, associates from Walmart could get there. The individual who was determined to be the aggressor in the incident incident was cited on scene. Police say Adams did what... Notice he said cited. And determined. (laughs) (laughs) But no, he was was cited. He wasn't arrested. The individual who was determined to be the aggressor in the incident incident was cited on scene. Police say Adams did what many parents would do. Yeah, why wasn't he arrested? He attacked somebody. That's That's assault. (laughs) Yeah, he assaulted somebody. Why was he just cited? Does this mean I can just go walking down the road punching people and I'll get a ticket? Mm-hmm. Oh, in Russia, yes. Yeah, well, and what, what about in Clinton? Um, and Grand Theft Auto. Yeah? <laughs> that was always one of my favorite parts of playing Grand Theft Auto, just running down the road punching people in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> you evil man. I just thought it was, it was hilarious, like their reaction, like I'm just jogging down the road, punching people in the back of the head, and they're just like, and hey! And they freak out and start running. <laughs> Don't do that. This is a situation where a father felt the most reasonable and safe thing for him to do was to take his children inside the restroom with him. Yeah. And a customer that took exception to that. I want him to understand that he was in the wrong. And Adams says he hopes the guy realizes it. Not necessarily his intention, but his the way he handled the situation was completely wrong. I just think it's ridiculous. 
Clinton police cited the man for disorderly conduct. The city attorney wow. is screening a possible assault charge. Thank you. Screening oh, possible assault charges. I also like how they totally leave out the... There might be some type of a bathroom issue going on right yeah. now that can yeah. have tensions raised. Yeah. 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 Like Utah might be part of a lawsuit. Yeah. One of 10 states? 11. 11. Okay. Well, and this is in the same area where there was the... Uh, th- there was a large protest outside of the target yes. in Layton. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, which is like five, six miles from this, from this Walmart with all the right wing nut jobs out in the parking lot. Well, I think protesting at Target. But they, they, I mean, I think they had like, I think the news said like six people showed up. Oh, really? But they usually were like <laughs> a half dozen people showed up. <laughs> 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 we probably just had them in panoramic One-fifth of 100 people showed up. You're saying, what are you doing? You're insulting my intellect. And so I am. Because we know if the, if the can is made, there must be a maker. If it's designed, there must be a designer. To believe the soda can happened by chance is to move into an intellectual free zone. It's to have an echo when you think. It's to have brain liposuction. Uh, did you guys watch any of this? Trump speech was at that the, to at the there no it was some biker rally I Trump no. as little as possible in DC yeah. <laughs> it's usually the same I can only hear awesome so much I didn't have a choice <laughs> like I was watching my I was watching my Sunday news programs and they preempted the the show I was watching to cover his speech at this fucking thing oh yeah this is the the, the well, veterans ride well at least yeah. it wasn't his podium he was about to speak at and. He just, it's, he doesn't say anything. No, it's he, all just this yeah. stream of nonsense. He hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> okay, it was the Rolling Thunder rally. And despite things being quiet on the campaign trail for Donald Trump, his Twitter account is anything but quiet. It's actually lighting up, especially after one of his biggest critics. Uh, the Weekly Standard's Bill Crystal sent out this tweet, reading, just a heads up, over the holiday weekend, Will be an independent candidate, an impressive one, with a strong team and a real chance. As we are now used to, this is Trump's response. It came on Twitter, and I'll quote Donald Trump. If dummy <laughs> Bill Crystal actually does get a spoiler to run as an independent, say goodbye to the Supreme Court. Oh, okay. That's something. Uh, let's discuss with a senior advisor for the Trump campaign, Tana Gertz, also with us, CNN commentator and Hillary Clinton supporter, uh, Bakari Sellers, and then Tara Setmeyer's also with us. She's in the middle of it all, wearing pink. Hello to you all. Tana, I just wanted to get you to, to respond. Uh, I feel like I have this conversation. It's a little like Groundhog Day. I have this conversation a lot, but Donald Trump typically attacks a person personally rather than the concept that the person is delivering that he finds displeasing. Is that ever going to change? Are we going to see invectives like dummy and, and uh, fat person? And uh, I can't even repeat all the ones that he's that's, used. That's the way his executive <laughs> orders In will order be. In order to make yeah. his point, is he not able to make his point without the foolishness? Well, of course Mr. Trump is able to make his point. He's- that was kind of a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, well, it's accurate, but it was if still. If you've loaded. ever watched yeah. her interviews, they usually tend to be loaded. I don't know if you've seen after the uh, the Vegas convention when huh. she was interviewing the Sanders supporter. Huh. Yeah, she <laughs> tends to be very loaded. So well, it's like you can, but he just chooses not to. So no, our, they're all. Do you condone all this violence and the way that these Bernie Bros are reacting and they're acting like they were stolen from? And how can you <laughs> condone them sending her threats <laughs> without the foolishness? 
Well, of course Mr. Trump is able to make his point. He's made his point to millions of Americans that have gone out to vote for him, Ashley. It's just a matter of if you attack Mr. Trump, he will come back at you and bring out your resume and talk about the things where you failed. So Mr. Trump <laughs> definitely will be... You know, more presidential, if that's what you want to call it. But his Ameri- the voters does vote Hannah, have when dummy on more it? He said he was going to. Mine, mine does not. I, I can only speak for myself, but well, mine, if, mine doesn't. If you played in the band Crash Test Dummy, yes, ah. you you would have it on your resume. True. You know, more presidential, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. But his Ameri- the voters though, Tana. When does the more he said he was going to be more presidential? When does it start? What's it going to look like? Well, when people stop stop coming after him, when They're people not going stop to. attacking him, no, that's, that's not how it works. He's gonna, you're gonna be attacked no matter what. Would uh, would would she be willing to give Obama that same leeway? No, of course not. No, stop coming after him. When people stop attacking him, Tana, when people you realize, never get a break from that as president. Look at the last eight years. Look yeah. at every presidential administration you are under the microscope it is a a, a critique machine so is this just going to be the way it is because the criticism is not going to change you don't get to be you get to rule fiat well mr trump is he's winning he's doing it his way and the american people are resonating with him they're going Charlie out Sheen they're voting for him so <laughs> it is working and he is going to do it his way, and that way is winning. So he will most definitely continue winning. to be himself. And if people don't want to be attacked, then don't attack Donald Trump. No. All right, so no. tell us that my no. no, that's not how that works. No. But he's winning so much, it'll make your head spin. Which that I can tell every you. Every presidency, I think she kind of glanced over the Bush years. I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was a hell of a campaign. I, I think, I think <laughs> she just job, wants Ronnie. them all to play PC with Trump. Uh-huh. But but only works one way. I mean, yeah. if you don't want to get raped, don't dress like that. Is yeah. what, is what mm-hmm. she just said. Yeah. yeah. The notion that Bill Crystal seems to be quite serious about fielding someone. Uh, the tweet may be short, but it seems very powerful. Is this is this actually the spoiler that Donald Trump is tweeting about? Would this possibly be a Republican spoiler? Well, I'm fascinated, you know, like everyone else. This is something that's been um, the intrigue of a potential third party or someone else jumping into the race, you know, from Ben Sass to Mitt Romney himself. This has been going on for a couple of months now because voters are not satisfied with the option that we have in, in Donald Trump as our uh, nominee. I mean, a Washington Post poll just came out last week that said 44% of the American people would be interested in a third-party candidate. So um, depending on who who uh, Bill Crystal puts forth, I think could be very interesting. I mean, we, we really haven't seen um, this much of an appetite for a third-party in a long time uh, than we've seen now. So it could absolutely have an effect. But I just can't get over the fact that Donald Trump and his supporters continue to explain away this petulant behavior. You know, I've never seen someone so thin-skinned from New York in my life. Right. He walks around and <laughs> wow. praises and brags about how he's a tough guy, he's a fighter. People like that about him. You know, he's a tough New Yorker. But goodness gracious, if someone says anything critical or has a dissenting opinion, then he acts like a like a like a a spoiled brat on the on the playground well, in fifth grade. <laughs> this is not how a president has to be ha- behaves. This as Tana mentioned, it's unacceptable. Working. Um, as Tana mentioned, it's working among his supporters. I guess we'll see how many of those his supporters, supporters turn out. Not uh, a general in, in election. November. <laughs> well, 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 I'm pretty certain she has a tweet Bakari. coming to her sometime yeah. late night. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna get a Trump tweet. Dum dum. <laughs> uh huh. I want you to weigh in on this idea of the third party, but not the one that 
that, that Bill Crystal's tweeting out about. Uh, the libertarians who had a very big weekend they finished their convention their debates they got their nominee they have their vice presidential nominee and it's one you know popular gary johnson former new mexico governor and former massachusetts governor bill weld as the uh, the bottom of the ticket do the libertarians who by the way are polling around 10 percent right now and are on all 50 states ballots so that's important do they draw from republicans or do they draw from Democrats. Who are they more a spoiler for? That was going to be exactly what I was going to ask you guys at the end of this is who do you think the Libertarian Party candidate will be pulling from? Will oh, be pulling from the Democrat or the Republican? Republicans. Republicans. Yeah, I think so too. I think it really depends on what his platform is when he comes out with it. Like well, with the Well, I've as far as hey, I'm my pro gay marriage or my anti gay marriage, my pro drugs, anti drugs, you know, all the talking points i mean i think he's pro drugs he's anti-taxes but yeah. but who who preaches i mean one of the main one of the main criteria for libertarianism is small 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 yeah. government and, that's, and, and the tax issues republican too. and the tax yeah, and libertarians issues. tend to caucus with the republicans i mean we can take a look at like Rand paul yeah yeah exactly um i think i think i think they're it's almost i think i view libertarianism as a subset of 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 the yeah. right wing policies GOP. the thing i found kind of funny about that is how they're talking about a potential third candidate and then they start discussing the, the actual, actual third, third candidate, candidate. Yeah. Yeah. and there's yeah. actually Jill Stein which is a fourth candidate yeah they're trying to build <laughs> they're trying to build it up to some climax as if they've got some real news to yeah. to talk about i but. can say i would love to see Mitt Romney get back in it just for I like to see that little hope in the Mormon's eyes just for a minute, that <laughs> gold twinkle. It's like the Jazz made it back to the playoffs. <laughs> the white horse yeah. prophecy. Maybe it'll happen this time. Then the disappointment again. The, oh. <laughs> and and I'd be uh, that'd be interesting to see how Glenn Beck changes his tune from Ted Cruz being the chosen <laughs> oh, yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's how come there's – it seems like the hatred exploded for like Obama in Utah – after oh, the yeah. 2012 oh, elections. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Do they draw from Republicans or do they draw from Democrats? Who are they more a spoiler for? Well, I definitely think that they're more in line with the Republican Party. I mean, the libertarian branch of government are, are, are individuals that come to mind like Ron Paul and Rand Paul. I, I'm, it's, it's hard for me to believe that someone uh, from Bernie Sanders' camp, for example, would jump over Hillary Clinton. And go all the way to Gary Johnson. I just yeah, don't no see way. that being the well, case. Well, legalized drugs and you know, a woman's uh, choice is a woman's well, choice. Those you, are definitely not Republican principles. But what I mean, what you find out is sometimes this arc that we have it bends and it somewhat touches. You have a lot of Democrats who are in favor of uh, uh, the the decriminalization of mar of marijuana. That that's not something that's that nuanced. Um, however, when you get into some of the other roles that government plays, whether or not you're talking about Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, healthcare for all these type things. I mean, that is not a true uh, – that, that is something that Democrats stand for um, and not something that libertarians fall in line with. But I do okay. think that it's interesting. I, I, I think that this whole phenomenon is – The one thing that he's saying that is actually somewhat truish is like Hillary Clinton, you think Debbie Wasserman Schultz, she was just barely speaking up for marijuana needs to stay a class one regulated yeah. drug. That's crazy talk. That's what I'm saying. It's like – Hillary's always kind of late to evolve on some of these things like yeah. gay marriage 2013 <laughs> and still thinking that marijuana. I mean, you have yeah. the big ass opium crisis going on now, which is kind of interesting to see because they're responding to it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. It's hitting different communities. So they're leaning a little bit more towards treatment, which seems in the country seems to be heading in the way more towards treatment of people. And it's just weird to 
still be worrying about marijuana. This and, absolutely harmless drug that they try to say is the gateway drug, which if you ask, I mean, I listen, uh, I read, uh, Dr. Carl Hart, a bunch of different, uh, neuroscientists who study drugs, opiates, your pain oh, yeah. pills, those are your gateway drugs. Those are the drugs. gateway it's drugs. It's not marijuana. They're yeah. the ones handed out like chiclets. Well, mm-hmm. and the, the other thing is that he said, you know, that Bernie supporters would, wouldn't be jumping over Hillary to get to get, I mean, He's viewing this. I mean, he did say it's somewhat circular, but in that sense, he's viewing it kind of linearly, I think, because mm-hmm. in my mind, it's not a real jump. I mean, it's uh, Hillary and, and libertarianism is pretty close in some ways. I mean, she's, she's, she's almost not. I mean, we've said it, we say it all the time. She's barely a Democrat. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, she was late to, to all oh, yeah. that stuff on, on marriage equality. She was late to Black Lives Matter. Well, she was, she's libid- late on, she doesn't, she doesn't even know what progressive is. Libertarian wise, they might actually be a little bit more progressive, which would be an unfortunate thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I think it might not be know. when it comes to, it depends, I guess it depends on what policies you're talking about. Well, yeah, about. it depends on the libertarian. The of, they're talking about the elimination of essentially government or making it much, much smaller. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the libertarian. If you're talking Rand, Rand Paul or Ron Paul, they're both opposed to, to same sex marriage, mm-hmm. abortion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're opposed but, well, to abortion. I'm talking, I'm talking Gary Johnson. Oh, yeah. So I don't know him well enough. But he sounds like a, I've actually a standard to, Republican. From I listened what I know. to like a three hour interview with him. I've just been trying to listen to all the different candidates. Yeah. He, I mean, he sounds like he's, Pretty much the standard libertarian. We're mm-hmm. a shrink down government, but we don't care what you do outside of that. They don't talk about all the things that it's going to cost you societally. Yeah. But when but, it comes to those certain issues, I'm saying to try to continue the drug war, which has been such a fucking monumental failure. Yeah. Abject failure. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's a policy. I mean, most Republicans are backing away from that. Yeah. And if that's still mm-hmm. where Clinton's at. I think a lot of Republicans are backing away from it. Yeah. Not nearly enough. But yeah, not enough. Yeah, yeah. And not any that are running for president because they won't come out and say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Trump it, may, and that actually could be a surprise. That yeah, during the fucking debates, Trump may the October surprise. Yeah, yeah the, and with how hated the two are, a third mm-hmm. party candidate probably has a better chance now than ever before. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, it's not a I mean, big it, chance, but no, yeah, no, but I they, don't think I so. mean, they, well, they this, might garner more votes than is. normal. <laughs> I don't know how old this is, but they were saying that Johnson was polling at like fifteen percent. The last I had heard, yeah, I think last I heard it was ten percent. But yeah, nowhere, nowhere near actually winning. It's no, just but which still which party is he going to be pulling more yeah, votes from? Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, interestingly enough, I mean, I can't remember what the threshold it is that you have to get to where you actually get allocated so much money for your party. I think it's. I think they pushed it after uh, what's his name, Ross Perot, in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So oh, I think yeah. it has to be closer to seventeen to twenty percent. But if he can draw that, you could actually somewhat create a legitimate third party. I think you have to have at least fifteen percent to participate in the debates. Okay. So that'll be interesting if he can get up to there and and have him in the debates with whomever the Democratic nominee will be. <coughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. And well, that's what I'm saying. If he could actually get to the 20 percent by the time elections came around, huh. like they said, he's on all 50 ballots. That actually, I mean, that's the big implications for the Libertarian Party. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of Team America every time I hear his name. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that actor Gary Johnston? <laughs> I think I so. Yeah. No, Gary, I want you to fuck my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
um, and not something that libertarians fall in line with. But I do okay. think that it's interesting. I, I think that this whole phenomenon is interesting. What Bill Crystal's talking about, what Gary Johnson's talking about, but none of that bodes well for the Republican Party in November. All right, I'm going to have to leave it there. But thank you to all three of you, Tanegertz, Tara Setmeyer, and Bakari Sellers. Nice to have you here on this Memorial Day. Thank you for being with us. Thank well, yeah, and it's it's interesting. I wonder who Bill Crystal is suggesting as the third party candidate, because Bill Crystal is is a Republican talking head mm -hmm. pundit. So yeah. it's clearly going to be somebody who is of that vein of politics, yeah, right? Who would who would only further pull more votes away from Donald Trump? So. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be a white guy with a Republican pedigree and a strong chin. Yes, strong chin, <laughs> double or single. Well, single, I don't know. Single, that's that's a single. pretty risky. <laughs> that's a pretty risky gamble there, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I can really back that one. That's that's rough. Hold this, Kurt. Behold the atheist's nightmare. Now, if you study a well-made banana, you'll find on the far side there are three ridges. On the close side, two ridges. If you get your hand ready to grip a banana, you'll find on the far side there are three grooves. On the close side, two grooves. The banana and the hand are perfectly made one for the other. You'll find the maker of the banana, Almighty God, has made it with a non-slip surface. It has outward indicators of inward contents. Green, too early. Yellow, just right. Black, too late. Uh, we have something from Louis Gohmert. We haven't heard oh, from him for a little while. Fuck him. <laughs> because he's, he's, one of the, he's one of the bestest. First of all, Louis! <laughs> <laughs> God made them male and female. Didn't mention question marks. These are people we need to love and encourage. The Diagnostic Statistical Manuals for most of Manimals. Uh, existence. The Diagnostic Statistical Manuals. These are Statistical, statistical Manuals. <laughs> the Diagnostic Statistical Manuals for Manimals. most of uh, existence. I'm going to do that again. for most of... <laughs> The Diagnostic Statistical Manuals for most of uh, existence have pointed out that these are mental disorders. These are people that we're to love, encourage, and he's talking about homosexuals right can. now. Uh huh. For among educated, compassionate people, for our civilized history, people, a man that didn't know which he was. What? I don't. I don't a know. A man that didn't know which. which he, I was. think he's going to be talking about trans issues. Was now. he just talking about educated people after well, talking this... about discommitted animals? <laughs> <laughs> the manuals, <laughs> the educated peoples, was pitied, loved, encouraged, but educated people said that's perverse. That's basically the they said most that in the 1930s. Used. used uh, where the word perverse was most widely used. Not anymore. And now we have a government that says, forget what the Bible says. Well, yeah. We don't need <laughs> As it should. Yeah. Your Bible should have no fucking place at all in the government. Yeah. Forget what Moses said. Fuck him. Forget what Jesus said when he quoted okay. Moses Fuck him verbatim too. and then added, and what God has joined together, nobody should separate. Did he just fart? Even if I think so. <laughs> he, he looked. Jesus. I did look at his face. He kind of did a wink. Like mm, I did that. Part. He did. Even if you don't, so, so nobody should separate. 
<laughs> he paused and farted. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, I just I think it's I just think the the cho- the choice of of words that Christians use is always hilarious. What what God's put together, nobody should separate. Implicit in that is that someone can separate what God's done. Yeah. Why would you talk like that? I want to expose how weak my God is. Well, because, I mean, obviously he knows that we can do things that foil God's plan somehow. I mean, you can't argue that. But it's just weird that it's just weird that they'll they openly talk about that. It's weird. Even if you don't believe Jesus was part of the Holy Trinity as our founders did. No. No. Do you really want to leave this life and potentially Pascal's wager. Whether you believe in a judge, a maker or not, say, Oh, I didn't think you were serious when you said those things about marriage. I didn't think you were serious. You just weren't smart enough to know that he didn't just mail. What did he say about marriage, Louis? Well, I mean, I, I really all those wonder rapists how aren't marrying those women oh, yeah. in this body who had the ultimate power to decide whether humanity would go forward or not, whether it was an asteroid coming, <laughs> something that would end humanity on Earth Good movie. as dinosaurs were, were ended <laughs> at one time. Okay, we've got a spaceship that can go, as Matt Damon did in the movie, <laughs> plant a colony somewhere. We about? can have humans that wasn't, survive. That wasn't Matt Damon's plan this, in the movie. That was a terrible disaster about to befall. Also, it's a movie. Yeah. We can't do that. If you could decide. I think he's saying he wants Matt Damon and Armageddon too. 40 people you put on the spacecraft. Only 40? That would save humanity. How many of those would be same-sex couples? (laughs) What? You're wanting to save humankind for posterity. Basically, a modern-day Noah. You have <laughs> no, that ability no. to be a modern-day Noah. Noah. You can preserve life. How many same-sex couples would you take from the animal kingdom and from I think that from might be, humans uh, to I think that might put be on the spacecraft <laughs> to perpetuate humanity okay. and the wildlife kingdom so okay oh my god did you hear his last little bit as he just tries to throw in some scientific sounding words here's okay. the animal here's kingdom. the big question why the fuck are they giving him time on the floor to talk about <laughs> putting 40 people in a spaceship to save humanity and how many of them will be gay? Well, the funny thing is, like, you only see him, right? He could be talking to an empty <laughs> fucking hall. <laughs> that's that's what nobody knows. Everyone, everyone's have, at lunch. You need to pan that camera around because if anyone is in there, I want to see their face. Uh, it's probably just Ted Cruz. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sitting this, alone in the audience. This is what he's doing with your tax dollars, Texas. He's sitting up there talking about space. Spending people into space, then space gays, space gays, and space gay animals. <laughs> so, hey, at least he's earning his money. He's there. <laughs> so his whole his whole argument is basically because they can't procreate, they're bad. Uh huh. And but we, shouldn't, they, we shouldn't send them to space. Yeah, he's going on this whole weird space tangent when he could just say. You know well, they what, can't they can't procreate. So what he should bad. really be saying is before they go into space, they need to provide a semen sample to make sure they can they can procreate. Well, uh. they're not they're not they wouldn't be part of the navy, right? That would be NASA's thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the semen sample, yeah, semen. <laughs> That's semen. why their names in their back pocket. See what he did. There? Well, if they're gays, yeah. though, then it'd be demon <laughs> semen. Ooh. The thing that I find so funny is he's 
so concerned about preserving humanity, yet I'm sure they're against every environmental law there is on this planet. Well, not yeah, only that, but like, yeah. this one's not fucking savable. But if we send people to the fucking <laughs> yeah. Mars, we need to make sure they're straight. <laughs> and he's and he's an apocalyptic Christian. Mm-hmm. What but, does he care? If it's God's plan, then fucking who cares if we have a space shuttle with 40 people in it? He's made a deal with God to avert the second coming. (laughs) (laughs) Funny anecdote real quick. Uh Uh-huh. Talking about the Navy. I went Uh to high school with a guy named Coffin. He joined the Navy. Think about it. Coffin? Yeah. Coffin? Uh Seaman Coffin? Coffin Seaman? (laughs) 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 You're not supposed to inhale it. No. (laughs) That's why it's been called part of the natural law natural law given by the creator okay wait so then it's not natural it's supernatural that's the supernatural law in Uh nature homosexuality is part of that law yeah that's okay i think he's about to bring up the penguins (laughs) (laughs) but when we continue to abolish the first words of the bill of rights what First Amendment, what? and we continue to prohibit the free exercise of religion. You're not being prohibited. We don't. Who what? is who is prohibiting what? his exercise of religion? And when did NASA. we abolish? They don't want to run into gays. He's in space. he's, when he's did we in Congress, speaking from the floor of Congress about his fucking religion, and he's complaining about somebody ruining his free exercise of it. Oh, yeah, it's just what the fuck like, are you talking about? It's just like when they're in front of the White House on camera complaining about losing their freedom of speech. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, he's, that's what he said. They abolished the First Amendment at some point that nobody was aware of yeah. while he's speaking freely about his religion. He's in, using both parts of the First Amendment. In Congress. Yeah. Yeah, where it actually is illegal. On C-SPAN. The religion, we don't have much longer to go. Jonathan Kahn has a, a great book, um, Interesting. Yeah, I bet. Dialogue might could be a little stronger, but might uh, could. The Harbinger might could. The more recent one, the mystery of the Shemitah, really oh, is thought provoking, <laughs> even if you're a what? secular human. What is uh, the mystery of the Shemitah? Oh, is that the blood moon? Yes, shit? it's the oh, Jews. Yeah, right. It's the Jew god blood moon. <laughs> you know, first, I want my. Human life, what is it? Life life extending technologies. Technologies. (laughs) It's that kind of, is that conspiracy (laughs) bullshit? For a second, I thought he misspoke and his swarma sandwich was taken from the fridge. The Shamita. Yeah. And he's like, it might could have been a little stronger worded. (laughs) Might could. Dude, you're in the fucking, you're in the house speaking right now. They got to add some of that folksiness. (laughs) (laughs) Might could. Uh, Fucking get out of here, Texas. provoking, even if you're a secular humanist. No. He makes the comparison. The United States, just as the founders said, was founded by the grace of God. No. And as an instrument to bless the world. Why would that be? Even for those that have not recognized the exceptional nature of the United States, it's still a fact. (laughs) The, The only thing that we're really exceptional at is spending money and getting nothing. Yeah, I don't. He might be downplaying our weapons capabilities. <laughs> yeah. Made some pretty impressive bombs. True. You can go to Vietnam and check them out. So, so <laughs> they're just hanging all over the jungle. <laughs> he he clearly has some idea what a secular humanist is because he he threw that in there as as the opposing viewpoint to uh 
the Shemitah and all yeah. that shit, right? <laughs> But then he went on to say they'll, you know, even a secular humanist might find this interesting because God, Jesus, God, God, bless God, Jesus. Why would we find that interesting? I, I don't know. I mean, some secular humanist might could find it interesting, might but could. most of us won't. <laughs> or could he might? I find Louis Gohmert very interesting. God, he's such a <laughs> fucking dumb. Dude, he, 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 he looks like one of those old... Ventriloquist dummies that's out there by himself somehow, like one an those, animated one of the ones from the Muppets dummy. sitting up in the balcony. Actually, he, he well. kind of looks like Jeff Dunham's grumpy guy. What's that guy's name? What's it? Walter? Uh, grumpy guy. Grumpy I guy. hate Jeff Dunham. I do too. So much. I do too. But he's fucking awful. Yeah, but but Gomert kind of does look yeah. like Walter. The the problem with Gomert is that the the puppet master put his hand up the ass and it got clenched on so tight he can't get it back out of there. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's so now he just speaks through him all the time. That is the problem. Everybody thought Louis Gomert had a tail. It's just some guy's severed arm, arm <laughs> severed sticking arm. out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's he's way off base. Then he just pees out of his or shits out of his dick. No, that's damp. That's oh, yeah. damp. Yeah. That's damp. Oh god. <laughs> who who <laughs> is so a big apparent? Uh, who is apparently a big Donald Trump supporter? Oh, uh, I'm not well, surprised. Not yeah, I I. Uh, I have to admit I was a little bit surprised at not not just that he was a Donald Trump supporter, but how adamantly he is for Donald Trump. Well, it's all like, left. He why, got, does, why does that surprise you? He, I would have expected that from what I know He got like in this heated back and forth with another coworker of mine uh, on Tuesday when I was in the office. And – you know, they, he's like, oh, Donald Trump, he's, he's the one who's going to fix things. He knows how to fix things. He's going to make America great again. And, uh, and I was just like, what? How is yeah. he going to do that? What is he going to do? Well, it's the PC thing. And, and yeah. he went on this little tirade and the guy sitting next to me was like, no, 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 just calm down. And I'm going to say something now. You had your chance. You said something. And, and I can't even remember what this other guy said. And he, so he said his bit and he's like, okay, so now, Damf, you've said something, and I've said something, and now, Dan, you can say something. I'm like, no, I'm what he said doesn't even merit a response. Yeah. Like, I'm just, let's move on. That's uh, nonsense. You know what <laughs> I found kind of funny is uh, <clears throat> some of my Mormon friends, because some of my closest friends are Mormon. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm and, sorry. And they're extreme <laughs> conservative, and they're surprised at why anybody would like Donald Trump and how he could possibly be winning. I'm like, have you not been listening to all you guys' hate speech for – the last Decades. eight years at yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the last at least two decades. I mean, you talk about priming. You guys have been primed. Uh -huh. Everything's a conspiracy. The news is untrustworthy. Mm -hmm. This president is a Muslim. The Muslims are coming to destroy you all. Take your guns. The Mexicans oh, yeah. have Take taken your, your jobs. I mean, they were taking people's jobs back when I was first starting to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I always like that's so funny. I mean, any any one of us could apply to go work at an orchard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have any of us? No, 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 <laughs> no. But it's funny sometimes, kind of like how hidden that is. I remember I worked for an auto parts store, and there's a guy who's friends with another guy I worked with there, and he'd come in and talk to me all the time. We'd hang out, play some poker at nights and stuff, and he's like the nicest guy. I never heard him say anything. One day I ran into him at a fucking a grocery store and i'm just like hey how's it going he's all all these motherfucking mexicans and this was during the bush years i'm like god damn oh, wow. i'm like i have you never really ever ever <laughs> oh. it was just out of left field 
All these motherfucking wow. Mexicans. All these motherfucking Mexicans are taking our work. I don't know if he had lost his job. I know, he, I know he moved back to California, but it was like the craziest well. thing to me because <laughs> in ever talking to him, I'd never have any clue. Man. I mean, he was kind of a, you know, he's a tool guy, kind of rednecky. But I'd never had any hint that he had any kind of feelings like that. And we, that's we, one of those things that you- from Mexico. Yeah, that's one of those things you think you might could see coming, but- yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you might could, but I didn't have my Gomer vision. <laughs> now, if you go to the top of the banana, you'll find, as with the soda can makers, they placed a tab at the top. So God has placed a tab at the top. When you pull the tab, the contents don't squirt in your face. You'll find the wrapper, which is biodegradable, has perforations. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Notice it has a point at the top for ease of entry. It's just the right shape for the human mouth. It's chewy, easy to digest, and it's even curved toward the face to make the whole process so much easier. Seriously, Kirk, the whole of creation testifies to the genius of God's creative hand. So we've got some stuff from Alex Jones in his ongoing war with Glenn Beck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which I think is just delightful. It's one of my favorite things of the last six months or so. Because they're both so out of their minds it and not so. It's actually kind of funny to me because, I mean, as big as all these right-wing fuckers' egos are, you're surprised you don't have yeah. more of this fight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a Hannity <laughs> and a Limbaugh. And I'm, they need to just get in and have a conservative cage fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May the best hosts win. They all talk tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should just make their own porno. I'd like to see O'Reilly Limbaugh. That'd be a good one. <laughs> oh, O'Reilly Limbaugh. I'd like to see O'Reilly Hannity. That'd be fun. I'd probably like to see Kelly and Beck. They, yeah? I think Kelly would still take him. It would be pretty entertaining <laughs> to have them on a stage and do a debate. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be a shit show. You would sell out of so much tinfoil. There, there would there isn't enough hyperbole for a stage like that. <laughs> no, if I've ever said anything important, no. Mark my words. This is the most, most important, important thing. Uh, just constantly. If we can get them all together, I'm buying all the constitutions I can, selling yeah. them, quadruple the price yeah. of the front door. Sometimes I say things I know are true. <laughs> all that bullshit. So, so this is Alex Jones, who thinks that progressives and power mad Satanist Glenn Beck are creating hell on earth. Satanist. Does well, he, yeah, you didn't know Glenn Beck is a Satanist? No, no. Which group does has he, the craziest uh, fans is what I would like to know. Does he cry in this one? Probably Jones. Who, Glenn Beck? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Probably Jones. I don't know if Glenn Beck cries in this one. But, yeah, I would say Alex Jones has the craziest <laughs> followers for sure. I would think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Beck I mean, has some crazy followers. They're yeah. just silent. <laughs> <laughs> they like to stay reverent. They're the silent majority, <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, mute? Your- Sometime the audio will start, but in order for that to happen, I will need to unmute the computer. Yeah. I'm like, I got this thing on. <laughs> it's not all the way up, is it? No. No. <laughs> you know it's serious when they make that noise. What is that face? But the first thing I want to do... <laughs> Is just take a case point example. How is he going to say take a crap? <laughs> that is a key to open a door to understand how our civilization has been controlled. Aliens, lizards. There is false opposition oh. in this country and every other major nation that is controlled by the three different power syndicates. That's not human intelligence. <laughs> 
And what happens immediately, that, the opposition that, that was him just pausing that long. Plan. Yeah. Power brokers from the Chinese <laughs> complex, the Russian the complex, fuck, the American complex that is the dominant complex. It's got about 80% of the power right now. It's about to take out the others. He needs to recharge his batteries. He's just the most ruthless and fourth dimensional in warfare. Fourth dimensional in warfare. What? They, they got go, time they weapons. They intimidate. They buy <laughs> off. They infiltrate. They scare. They death threat people until they join them. But in many cases, they take social climbers who they know can be puppets. Ah. marionettes and and they put them forward louis to lead the opposition so the opposition can be hamstrung and defeated i want to be clear jesus christ you can drive a fucking truck through the silences in this it is not because he's a popular talk show host who has made hundreds of millions of dollars it's not because of his success i criticize him because he obviously knows the truth of what's going on and has covered a lot of issues and done some good, but then only to have control of the opposition to betray it at critical junctures. Who? What? And Glenn Beck at some point may have been a good person. <laughs> I can't judge him. Only God can do that. But he is a perfect case point example. But now let's judge him. Of what? <laughs> Yeah, I can't judge him. Only God can. You can't judge him right up until he... But I'm going to say some things about him that are judgments. <laughs> right up until he couldn't endorse Trump. We don't want to be. And folks asked me a few weeks ago, Drudge linked to it, a bunch of newspapers linked to it. It got millions and millions of views. Just a clip from the show. Not I, to toot my I, own talk about or anything. Glenn being a modern Benedict Arnold for what he was doing with Ted Cruz and saying folks are going to hell if you don't you know, vote for Ted Cruz. <laughs> I said, Holy fuck. <laughs> it's one a lot of word. things need to be said there, but people ask why I, I actually started crying and, and not sobbing on air. I uncontrollably had tears running down my face. Onions. Because when you see a Judas Iscariot tarot card, an archetype, <laughs> when you actually see Judas Iscariot in the modern world, a true Benedict Arnold. And just the spirit of deception is true manifest evil. When he stops talking, his whole body like pauses though too. Yeah, it's like he worked as a mime before. It's yeah, it's like he, everything freezes. And when I talk about Glenn Beck. It, I talk about him because he is a very evil person. Yeah, and we're not pausing very right now. Evil. No. And now you see him destroying himself. His so-called empire collapsing. As he grasps what the, the I keep thinking structure. that the computer is fucking up, but yeah. it's not. He's says, just oh, pausing that long. American Idol coming to work for me and the guy that did Oreo cookies. They put too many commas on the teleprompter. Deeper, and then going to this Zuckerberg meeting. When Zuckerberg is an admitted CIA front guy <laughs> for a giant data tracking control grid. I don't think that's uh, true. Put Obama no. in the office. I'm uh, going to show you the news articles here in our Facebook file here in a moment. In your Facebook TV viewer, file. I'll read them for radio listeners. It is a manila envelope. Yes, it's the true. It's got to be Hillary Clinton. It's very official. And this guy's putting statements out like, they're good liberals over at Facebook, not progressives. I mean, now he's telling you that Zuckerberg is good so that he'll get promoted Zuckerberg. on Facebook. There's like a third of the internet now. 
You got Google hanging out at the White House, basically running things. <laughs> it can predict the future now in mass movements. What? <laughs> no one of the politicians are arrogant and out of control. And then you got this guy fawning at their feet. What's up and with the still, male female chromosomes in the background? So it's bigger than Glenn Beck. And, I, I, I want to make that clear. The zero dark Easter bunny. <laughs> Glenn Beck is just a symbol of deception. Because it's one thing if you're a Rachel Maddow or it's one thing if you're a Hillary Clinton. Working for the globalist, openly selling evil, breaking up the family, destroying our sovereignty, <laughs> coming after our right to self-defense, uh, attacking manhood. What? Attacking, attacking his manhood. <laughs> My balls hurt. <laughs> See, he's got this Captain America in the back. He's climbing yeah, that. <laughs> attacking his manhood. What? He had the Captain America on the right side. He's trying to prime you. You got to watch out for those subtle warnings. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, it'll come it'll back. pop back up. <laughs> our sovereignty, coming after our right to self-defense, uh, attacking manhood, trying to sexualize children, all the wicked things they do to, to, to create a bunch of zombies, a bunch of slaves. What? These are, these are spiritual slave masters. They, they trade uh, them in souls, as Revelation <laughs> talks about. But to uh, see if someone give money for my soul, I'll gladly let you buy it. Be made the, quote, leader of the liberty movement by the media, and then to watch them creep around and betray everybody at every chance and to see the wolf-like stalking i mean it's it's just flagrant <laughs> i've seen that look before naked. that's usually a person looking for their next fix <laughs> Judas oh, shit. i keep i keep and thinking then, there's something wrong but you I can see the time moving <laughs> his whole body like freezes yeah, yeah he's gonna come out and say there's no censorship there are a lot of right-wing groups need, need to be controlled they're wonderful people over at facebook and sure enough Sure enough, that's what he did. You know, first Tucker Carlson was in the meeting. And he came out and said, you know, Glenn Beck was groveling, wanted to be a manservant of Zuckerberg, <laughs> totally just auditioning and, and, and groveling. Others refused to go that were asked to go because obviously no it's just to be a, a prop. A totally underused term. You <laughs> can't even see that. And so like a rat leaving a sinking ship, he's scurrying into the arms of Zuckerberg, who 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 just is the very vision of a vampire. We put a photo of him up. You're not just a giant canine team. The psycho eyes. Well, you can look at him. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. Why? Can I just... Why I'm not even fuck? sure why I paused this because there's going to be a fucking 10-second yeah. pause here. Why is it all of a sudden Zuckerberg? Do, when he oh, wants a kiss from his wife, does he, does he tell her to pook her up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that one made my butthole pooker. Because <laughs> pooker. Z Zuckerberg is his real name. Zuckerberg is his CIA handler name. Oh. I think he's just trying to send out some of that coded Jew signal. Like he is a Jew. Oh, yeah. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Probably. I mean, not just the giant canine teeth, the psycho eyes. All oh, you can look at him. And see an evil that may rival Beck's. Look at Hillary. These are these are monsters. <laughs> Lizard people. Zuckerberg that calls his users dumb efforts. Zuckerberg that, that that meets with the communist Chinese and helps them censor, and they help him censor. And is meeting with the White House, and now like the rolling out Obama the idea with the media the going, it's okay for them to censor. It's their platform. Good censor people, and their own employees come out and say, no, we censor election information, veterans information, anything. It's totally controlled. We, we censor people's individual pages. Well, that's already been known, but now there's a Senate investigation, and it all turns into Beck going and saying, no, conservatives, there's not censorship happening. Everything's fine. Zuckerberg's a good liberal. They're good people at Facebook. <laughs>
Former Facebook workers, we routinely suppress conservative news. Folks, it's beyond conservative news. It's gardening. It's organic news. It's it's non-GMO news. It's anything pro-human. They just say, oh, it's garbage what? news. That's, that's garbage news? He said uh, gardening news. Oh. <laughs> anything pro-human mm-hmm. is gardening news? Well, gardening well, news, non-GMO news, pro-human news yeah. is what he's saying they're filtering. <sighs> you can't talk about them humans you're planting in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it's beyond conservative news. It's gardening. It's organic news. It's it's non-GMO news. It's anything pro-human. They just say, oh, it's conservative. So liberals go, oh, good, censor that. But next, it's everything. And this is how they roll it out in this country. This is how they do it. How do you know how they and do it? I, I, I've got well, a clip of this coming up. But but just you need to understand when you see yeah. this, what this is. <laughs> They're openly announcing world government. They're bringing in a global cashless society. They're cutting off the resources. They're doing everything they said they would in their white papers, written 30, 40 years ago. And they're doing it. Why did the music kick in? I have no idea. Where we're going is a place like hell on earth. The globalists have bad intents for everybody. Facebook bans conservatives for complaining about censorship. Social media giant back to its old ways despite... Much heralded meeting with conservatives. Uh, they bring in Glenn Beck. They meet with him. He comes out and says, there's no censorship. These are, quote, good liberals, not progressives. These are quotes. You just said that. And everything's okay now as they have a Senate investigation of this. Well, conservatives might not Zuckerberg know what quote means. meets with the communist Chinese. <laughs> Did he just call him Zuckerberg? He's involved in the number one campaign <laughs> money raiser right now. Zuckerberg? Let's see. For investigation of this. Zuckerberg meets <laughs> He's involved in, in the number one campaign m- money raiser nice. right now. For Fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Look it up. I have the articles right here. I'm going to go over them. And they're sitting there selling censorship. They tell you, have your Facebook, have your pictures, talk about your worldviews, whatever. Oh, you want to push carbon taxes? You want to push, you know, Heather has two mommies or whatever. You want to push whatever you want on little kids. That's fine. You want to push Black Lives Matter that says go out and kill the cops? I mean, that's what Facebook admits they give top billing to. <laughs> See, it's not top news anymore that you look at. It's top trends. They create fake trends. So I'm confused. Does he like cops or no? Oh, he loves cops. He's in but, Texas. But but they're, aren't they part of the greater Illuminati? global conspiracy? Yeah. Jackbooted thugs. Foot soldiers. Yeah, but they're really just the pawns. And I think he's separating the pawns. From the masters, as long as they're as long as they're <clears throat> against the minorities, that's okay. It mm-hmm. that doesn't matter mm-hmm. that they're part of uh-huh. the Illuminati. Uh-huh. Not top news anymore that you look at. It's top trends. They create fake trends. But see, true patriots beyond conservatism, just pro humans, Renaissance folks, come out and we dominate Facebook. Hold on, pause. And again so, real quick. sorry, I just have to clarify. I'm not saying cops are always against minorities. I'm referring to his statement that black lives matter black lives matter means killing police officers mm-hmm. and yeah. blah blah blah. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying in his mind it seems to me that he thinks the oppression of minorities is fine even if they're part of the Illuminati. That wasn't what I was trying to say. Yeah. Well, what's pretty <laughs> anyway. funny is I don't know if he really does like cops. He's the one that also brings up the Fringe agitators where he talks about police being mixed in with protesters, oh. video recording. That's actually one thing that kind of made him really famous huh. was for showing that they'd actually put cops in the middle of protest groups to kind of agitate people. Uh-huh. 
Hmm. Oh, we're getting every video on Facebook, a million views. Oh, they just put a deal on there where we can't share a video. And then have Facebook people reach out to us and say, stop doing this and we'll let your stuff get spread. See, and I respond, okay, this is an off-the-record meeting, but I'm going to go and say that you did this. I'm not going to say who did it, but, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Beck gets invited to meet with Zuckerberg and then grovel. I think you mean Zuckerberg. So that's why this is so, so painful. See, Beck was only given his radio show with no ratings and put up there by Clear Channel. Oh. Government-sponsored, government-funded, government-run. Beck is the government. Beck is the Democratic Party. Beck. What? Do you see his little Obama as Satan yeah. picture here in the back? You know what's really funny is, like, it reminds me similar to the tax thing when they acted like they were only going after conservative groups. I can tell you this is anecdotal. They don't filter too much Republican crap because I no. have some conservative friends. I've seen a lot of posts about Obama being the devil, about uh, yeah. Yeah. what's happening with transgenders. Uh -huh. yep. And the, another thing that people don't think about is, like, I don't know if they understand how big the conservative machine is. It floods. They were saying if they didn't actually filter Facebook, Justin Bieber would be number one every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> and conservatives have their large-ass multi-mass media groups where they just sit there and send out that shit nonstop and make the shit trend. Yeah. Yeah. It's how come you have sorry-ass people like Bill O'Reilly becoming a number one bestseller when right. they have hundreds of thousands of books sitting in a warehouse waiting to be given out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's how come Ted Cruz will have a number one seller. It's the same reason that the Mormons buy buy uh, the music rights from freaking uh, Orrin Hatch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they find ways to funnel these people money. It's always been Zuckerberg's buddy. They've always been the, this that snickering evil team. He is oh. a narcissistic that power That should be out for a second. <laughs> and I don't mean he gets around black holders at night, but he's all about himself and his little power. You can see him. He's so weak. He just, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just incredible. Oh, he Preying does look weak. People. I mean, he the guy is literally. That sweater. So, such a predator. I, I, I mean, he's all the photos <laughs> he can show when he's weak. I mean, Glenn Beck cries on cue. Yeah, <laughs> the best one that you can. Yeah, but but is Glenn Beck weak or is he a predator? Or are they? He's not, a weak predator. Well, are just they not like Obama? He's a pushover dictator. Yeah, he's like predator <laughs> when he takes his mask off. He's he's vulnerable then because he doesn't have like that cool vision going on and stuff. He's a weak predator. He's not like a tiger. He's like a dingo. Oh, <laughs> he ate the baby, but he becomes a wolf when he takes off his extra chin. Uh huh. <laughs> is literally. So, such a predator. I, I, looks like I Jiminy mean, looks Glick. Like a <laughs> <laughs> if my cells cry out against him, just he's a serial he killer. The counterfeit. Hmm. For whatever reason, Tucker Carlson has a soul. And <laughs> <laughs> the first Republican I've met. <laughs> what the hell? What does that even mean? I don't know. He don't believes know. in souls. <laughs> just fucking, that came out of nowhere. For whatever reason, Tucker Carlson has a soul. <laughs> the counterfeit. For whatever reason, Tucker Carlson has a soul <laughs> and came huh? out, even though he had to sign a non-disclosure agreement and said that uh, Glenn Beck groveled on his knees, basically, there at that private meeting with Zuckerberg. We're going to play the clip in a moment. We're getting him on this week. And I really like Tucker Carlson. I've met him in person. and uh, But for whatever reason, he has a soul. Yeah. <laughs> now that there's more opposition to the New World Order, he's 
really coming along. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the conservatives asked tough questions. Others sucked up, basically. Like who? You know, just... Oh, Carlson went away from the bow tie look? Asking tough questions, but it said things like, you're such an innovator, you're such an impressive guy. No, who said that? I'm going to back this up. The new yeah, yeah, Tucker Carlson the has world. ditched his uh, bow tie look uh, for a while now. Who left the nation Islam? Order, <laughs> 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 he's really coming along. Some of the conservatives there asked tough questions. Others sucked up, basically. Like who? You know, well-known talk show host who you think would be asking tough questions, but have said things like, you're such an innovator, you're such an impressive guy. No, who said that? Uh, come on, you know, you can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine. Oh, that's real yeah. decisive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that we can imagine, but but uh, oh. Alex Jones knows. knows. What the fuck? Infowars. Yeah, thank you. The globalist social engineers are not just targeting us with propaganda. They oh, are manipulating a our genetics. Yeah. He's fucking out of his mind. Yeah. His gourd <laughs> is fucked. He's lost his shit. His not- feces is no longer cohesive. <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way. No. Trending topics. Anti-gay, anti-Muslim. <laughs> nope. And it's all right-wing bullshit. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It absolutely does. You see, think of the human eye. Uh, it has 40,000 nerve endings and focusing muscles that move more than 100,000 times a day. The human eye has over 137 million light-sensitive cells. And even Charles Darwin himself said, To suppose that the eye could have been formed by natural selection seems, I freely confess, absurd in the highest degree. So even the... Uh, the uh, creator of the theory of evolution says it just goes against my common sense and logic. So I'm going to reason rally. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp will no longer be appearing. But uh, for understandable reasons. Yeah, his mother passed away on the 20th, I believe. And his wife gave him divorce papers. And there's talk of him being abusive domestically. Oh. Like smashing his phone into her face and... I didn't hear those things. That's yeah, not good. Yeah. And as Tracy says, he looks like he smells bad. Yeah, which I didn't know why Tracy was going to go up and smell him, but. <laughs> it's a thing she does. Okay. <laughs> we did promise to talk about her on the show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we did find out she's in the DP, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> dirty DP. Yeah, the dirty. <laughs> We've got oh, yeah, the this, Banana Man this, will not be is, yeah. able to proselytize at Reason Rally. But he's still going to show up there with his camera crew. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Reason Rally, and uh, Banana Man, Ray Comfort, had been telling all of his followers to come to the Reason Rally. With Subway coupons. So that they could so <laughs> that they could proselytize to us atheists yeah. and show us the way, show us the error of our ways and, and our way back to Jesus. And as part of this effort, he had purchased $25,000 worth of Subway gift cards. Yeah, which is... Now is it a, it's a free sandwiches? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. that that leads my soul to the Jesus. That he was going to pass out <laughs> to the atheists there, but he has since been told by the police that he is not welcome at the mall with all of his followers because he did not file to obtain a permit to have a, a massive gathering yeah. of his people there. Mm-hmm. So his 
He's losing his First Amendment rights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This comes to us from Ross Story. It says, later this week, an estimated 20,000 free-thinking atheists will Wait, gather why in- is that in quotes, free-thinking? I don't know. Good question. Uh, I can guess why. Because it's too insulting if mm-hmm. they put it straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll gather in Washington, D.C. Like, you know for the Reason Rally. Thinkers. <laughs> <laughs> you know those atheists. Uh, perhaps predictably, Christian evangelists saw this as a ripe opportunity to try converting them. But that won't happen now because D.C. police won't let Christians hold their own gathering without a separate permit. Author Ray Comfort had registered about 1,000 fellow Christians to join him at the Reason Rally to hand out copies of Comfort's new book and $25,000 worth of Subway gift cards to non-believers as a gesture of Christian love. While we scream at you. But authorities, <laughs> authorities put the kibosh on the proselytizing scheme. Quote to the D.C. police, that constituted a protest and therefore we needed a permit to gather, Comfort told CNW. We would have to stay at the other end of the National Mall, and they said that if we persisted to approach atheists to speak with them, we would be arrested. Comfort will still be allowed to film for his Christian TV program because his crew of 17 is small enough to avoid needing a permit. In what is so often a cruel world, we tried to show a little kindness, and it didn't work. (laughs) What about a film permit? So now, so it now looks like we will be eating Subway sandwiches for the next 40 years. With some prodding from the friendly atheist readers, Comfort has vowed to instead give the gift cards to homeless people because he initially just said he was going to keep them. Or, yeah. And, and well, that's actually a, a kind gesture. Yeah. Yeah. So does Jared still have stock in Subway? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You'd think that he would have dumped it after after he found out that he was going to be arrested. Oh, I'm sure he would have hung on. <laughs> He's probably sick of receiving footlongs by now. <laughs> Six inches. You're giving him too much credit. Well, not, not, not his. He's I'm receiving. Sorry. He's receiving. Oh, I'm saying you're giving them too much credit still. <laughs> it's in Colorado. Extra pickles. Comfort emailed the blog's owner, the All friendly the atheist, you want. <laughs> uh, Hemant Mehta, to confirm the gift cards would not be eaten by Christians for four decades, but instead be given to the needy. Comfort insists he has had amiable relationships with atheists, and Mehta calls his promise to give meal cards to homeless people a, quote, classy move, end quote, even if it's probably, quote, another way to proselytize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just love that when you're when you bring up inconvenient parts of the Bible to Christians and they talk about how, no, God's love and forgiveness and patience and all this stuff. And even Ray Comfort's first thought wasn't to give to the needy on this. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it was just, is it use it for himself? Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. Cause they say another way to prophetize, which reminded me of a comedian who was saying, no one ever has their life going perfectly well and then finds religion. Yeah. Like, ideally, homeless people would be the one that you'd want to prophetize to. Mm-hmm. No one ever has their life going great and says, I think I need a little bit of God to make this thing go even better. But I guarantee uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. A real homeless person will accept God for a Subway sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, ask the Mormons. The people in the third world do all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the last thing we've got is another Alex Jones, but it's much shorter. He is talking about Michelle Obama being a man who murdered Joan Rivers to cover up the fact yeah. that Michelle Obama is a man. Uh, and apparently, and apparently, then Jones laments the fact that when he says things like this, the lamestream media says he's crazy. <laughs> huh? He is crazy. Lie big enough, often enough. Somehow, Joan Rivers had a soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fury. Oh, let's put this on screen, please. It's up on Infowars.com. Fury at racist cartoon comparing Butch 
and masculine Michelle Obama to pregnant. No, pageant. Melania yeah. Trump. Pageant ready Melania Trump. Pageant ready. There you go. <laughs> I'm having a Freudian slip. Now, now I made a Freudian slip because I want her to be this, pregnant. This, this yeah. Two ladies. I want her to carry ready, my seed. Is, Trump. is that considered a Freudian slip? Oh, uh, possibly. Okay. If he wants to impregnate Pageant. her, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Ready. I'm having a Freudian slip. Now, 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 let me go ahead and show you this. This is the two ladies. And we've had doctors on about this. Her <laughs> shoulders are too wide. She's on like the 100th percentile of women, okay, with her body uh, type. Her arms, everything. She always has this pooch. Like she's wearing pooch? either a cod piece or has <laughs> genitalia. What? Okay. Now... She looks like me. Oh, oh my God! It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. This is a funny cartoon. It's been No, it's not a funny cartoon. She looks like a man. It's like dude looks like a lady. And this is a funny cartoon. It's been Garrison. No, it's not funny. He's uh, calling racist and bad. Well, yeah. And I mean, I'm sorry. It's true. It's a giant viral video phenomenon for like eight years that she's a man. All of those, well, Obama was raised by a training in Indonesia. Oh, no. what? Whoa, Jesus! Christ. I guess I guess we all we all knew that's what common knowledge that he was raised by a tranny in what Indonesia. What does the tranny have his birth certificate? Yeah, good question. It just helped him what change gears. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'll back that up a little bit. Uh, all I know is Obama was raised by a tranny in Indonesia. That's all, all you know? Stuff. <laughs> Hillary's daughters, Webster Hubbles, none of the stuff we're told by these people is true. And national media takes it when I talk about this. That's like I'm crazy. Listen, there's hundreds of millions. Because you are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear what you said? The national media says that you're crazy because you're fucking crazy. Oh, man. National media takes it when I talk about this. That's like I'm crazy. Listen, there's hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. There's some videos with like 10 million views a piece, and there's dozens and dozens of them. Probably more than 100 million. I'm just guesstimating. Dead reckoning. Where, where mainline liberal sites think she's a man. Okay? Uh, no. It's not racist to say she looks like a man. And, and let me explain something. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> what? How is that? How did, why? So he was thinking that, that, that this was, was racist. racist. Because that didn't even cross my mind. No. No. Well, I think uh, people have uh, been saying that it's racist because she's more of a fit, masculine-looking woman. You commonly get the looks-like-a-man, gorilla-ish comparisons. Yeah. Uh, appearance. Uh, it's not racist to say she looks like a man. And, and let me explain something. Cartoonists famously make fun of everybody. You ran for office. You are the co-president that tells kids what nope. lunch to eat around the country. She didn't run for she president. She didn't run for office. And, and she's, she's not, not co-president. No. She's a wife. There isn't a co-president. No. There's a vice president. Co-president that tells kids what lunch to eat around the country because you're God. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Which commandment? Whoa. I'm so mad. I don't. <laughs> he's oh, blocking hey, He just really doesn't like salads. Leave him alone. <laughs> he's in Texas, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Obama is obsessing, saying he'll sue Texas, sue North Carolina if we don't teach five-year-olds how to be trannies. Oh. <laughs> that that's that might Whoa. be a little bit of a straw man. Whoa, <laughs> might be, <laughs> might could be. <laughs> that might could be a straw man right there. Teach five-year-olds how to be trannies, trying to sexually confuse kids, <laughs> and you're fair game. And and don't forget, don't forget. 
I won't. Okay. Famous comedian Joan Rivers said, of course everyone knows she's a tranny. She's dead serious. Yeah, she's a man. Oh, the one time she's dead she's serious. A comedian. A routine operation yeah. where basically she had fire poured down her throat. It was a fire-breathing goblin. <laughs> what? What the fuck is it? I got to back that up again yeah, wait, because yeah, I don't, what are we missing here? I don't know what the uh, fuck he's talking about. I want to know what he's taking. I want some. <laughs> Deader than a doornail in a routine operation where basically she had fire poured down her throat was a fire-breathing goblin. <laughs> Dead on arrival. Shoot your mouth. Dead on arrival. You will die. <laughs> Liberal. <laughs> like Bono gets billions and huge concert deals, says it's all going to charity to AIDS Africa, and she keeps 99% greediness. And George Clooney opened the borders up. He has $100 million chateaus, doesn't bring in one immigrant or whatever, and says Trump wants to hurt women because he says radical Muslims are a danger when it's the radical Muslims totally enslaving over 500 million women. George Clooney, you maggot. It's calling Michael here. Are you going to replay George that? Clooney. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do what? Uh, what do his cameramen think about all this? Well, I mean, this guy's slowly backing away. Yeah, with the camera. The camera's not zooming out. He's walking out of the room with his camera. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna explode any second. <laughs> or he's getting uh, spit on. Maggot. You know, there's all those videos where Obama keeps calling. Well, Michael here. I mean, Michelle. Hey, uh, Michael. Uh, I mean, uh, I've never uh, seen Michelle, any of those. Here. What? What the I fuck is he talking about? Yeah, that's completely. That reminds me of a coworker. Of course, I work on base. Who talked about the time that Obama accidentally slipped up and said he was Muslim? Oh yeah, when he's running for president. Yeah, <laughs> they swear they they, they believe I, they believe that actually happened. Yeah, it's I, very just like those abortion I've seen videos. that video where Obama said that. Oh yeah, where he, he says he's, he's a Muslim? Muslim. Yeah, it's it's out there, but but that doesn't prove anything. Like he just misspoke or what? I don't know. It's weird. To watch him say it. <laughs> huh. I'll have to go looking for that later. Well, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like right uh, after. Most of all, <laughs> Admiral Mullen, Deborah, Michael and I also want to acknowledge uh, your son, Jack, who's deployed today. I really think. He wasn't talking about Michelle Obama, I yeah, think, there. He was I, talking about somebody else. I think so. Somebody Michael. named Michael. Maybe that was the commander of that unit's name was Michael. Yeah, because I don't see Michelle in that I shot. I really think her daughters don't look like her. <laughs> I really think this is some weird hoax they did again. Uh. It's like he didn't get sworn in on the Bible. Uh, it was the he's a birther, birther. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, do your eyes have to get squintier and squintier the crazier you get? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. He's trying not Coran to let any truth weirdness. out. I mean, I used to laugh at this stuff, but man, it's all about rubbing our noses in it. And I think it's all an arranged marriage. It's all completely fake. And it's this big, sick joke because he's obsessed with transgender. This is a weird cult or something. I think Michelle uh, Obama is a man. I really can do. arrange a marriage. Do you arrange really it, Tranny? Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What did we just hear? I don't, I don't even know nuts, what that was. Man. That was that was beyond that. Uh. He's just, he's, as Richard Dawkins would say, he's barking mad. Mm -hmm. he's, he's losing his shit. Well, the thing that's sad is barking mad gets you paid. Oh, yeah. It gets you viewers. Gets you the ratings, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to tune in to see what the fuck craziness you're going to spew next. Yeah, like us. <laughs> <laughs> if you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, 
or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. And then I'll be recording with Joey while I'm out in D.C. Awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm not sure when we're going to get together Try to get a picture again. with the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I could try that. I love Wu. Yeah. As a kid, I had a Wu Tang poster. I made one of the uh, the collages. <laughs> cut out of my. Put uh, it on your dream board. Yeah, I cut out of my Word Up magazines. <laughs> well, be- I was a big Wu fan. Being, being a regional director, do you get any special access to stuff? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Was well, the reason Rally is it even it's all atheist oriented or? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, it's it's all about uh, promoting secularism. Hmm. And it's sponsored by all of the all of the larger uh, atheist secular humanist mm-hmm. groups. I just wondering, like, is Johnny Depp atheist? Because I didn't really think like Wu Tang is atheist. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's well. He's he's said secular. things like he's not religious in yeah. any sense, mm-hmm. and yeah. So hinted at least hinted at being atheist. So. I was really looking forward to see what what he would say on stage, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now we won't know. Maybe they can have him out maybe for some will, other event. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. have something pre-recorded to play since he can't be there. You never know. Maybe that'd be fun. Um, can Skype him, yeah. <laughs> but uh, as always, let us know what you thought about the show, and if you try have try to ideas. keep it shortish, if you can help it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't mind the in-depth criticisms. I mean, it's not the criticism at all. It's, it's just that we have other t- shit tough. to do. Yeah, that, and it's, <laughs> it's hard. I mean, okay, so let me say, let me say this one thing. This is something that comes to mind. Um, all of our flaws and ineptitudes and imperfections and uh, intellectual in incapabilities are on display constantly for everybody every time we're on the show so every week so it's really easy to to pick that apart and then write an essay about the thing you specialize in or even if you don't you know and send it and that's fine do that but if if we can keep it a little bit more bite-sized then then we can actually address it better on the show um we can't go through and read four paragraphs mm-hmm. or whatever you know of of responses every time so or 20 paragraphs or whatever it is yeah. and 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 you and I I appreciate the the long responses and everything, but sure. people, I think people get trapped in this thought that they're the only people who are sending us something, perhaps, and that you know not not that we get you know pages of responses from other people as well, and we don't have time to read through all of them and address all of them. So if you can keep your your ideas or information or criticism, whatever to us a little bit shorter than then we can address that on the show and talk about it a little bit more in depth but when we get a novel from somebody it's a lot harder a to reply because we've got a yeah or from yeah from multiple people it's a lot harder to reply to that and i mean it, it takes a lot of our time to first read it and then to go through and try to address all of the points in it 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 just makes it a lot more difficult so not that we don't appreciate it but if you would like us to address it on air then the shorter the better and thanks for sending us stuff and yeah, criticism. It, is, it and, is appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I just wish that we had more time to address it. And yeah. this week was a busy week, I think, for all of us, too. So that didn't help either. But yeah, I was too hungover. Yeah. 
Well, it, I mean, it's been a really busy week. You know, there was the Richard Carrier thing. Yeah. There was the other show that mm-hmm. I was editing. There was, you know, trying to get stuff ready for uh, Joey being on the show, getting ready to go to Reason Rally, having and, board meetings, getting shit ready for the Pride yeah. Festival. I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff. My grandmother had a catastrophic stroke yesterday mm-hmm. and apparently is on her way out. So... Yeah, there's just a lot of other stuff besides the, and and then just regular work and day to day family stuff. So. Oh yeah, also I'll be on Bill Frost's show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no idea what we should we should have mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, Matt will be on uh, Bill Frost show. What Friday? Friday. Friday. Yeah, I'm excited to hear how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what it's going to be like. Should be a lot of fun. Bill's a really cool guy. He's he's very laid back, very. Just very nice, very genuine. Yeah. Cool. I think you'll have a good time. Well, even if he wasn't, you know, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. It'll be good. I'll look forward to it. Uh, I think that's all I've got. Yeah. Till next time. I'll shut my wad all over your ear holes. <laughs> oh, that's fucking <laughs> sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the only other thing is that we've been uploading all of the, all of the episodes to YouTube. I now have all of them converted to video and actually uploaded. I've been going through slowly and providing all of the metadata and then changing them from private videos to public so that you can listen to them. And initially I was going through and just, you know, going from episode one forward. And then I thought, well, why would I do that? Somebody wants to listen to the most recent episodes also. So I'm kind of doing a little bit of both. I'll do, you know, five five new shows, five older shows, mm-hmm. five or ten and ten, mm-hmm. whatever. But just as I have time to do that and, and work through adding all the information to release it publicly, we are doing that. So we're getting close. I think I have yeah. like 40 shows available now. Nice. Shitload of work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I think I uploaded, what did I say, like 30 gigs of data? Yeah. <laughs> Over the last few yeah, days. It's crazy. And hopefully additionally we'll be having other content going up on the YouTube page now that we got it got it going and Yeah, Ryan uh, made a nice cameras. little intro video for us yeah. that we need to upload and, and put as the intro on the channel. So you can find us there. You can find us on Stitcher iTunes. Please rate us. Uh that helps other people find the show and gets gets us out there to more people for sure. Anything yep. else? Nope. Fellas? Yeah, I'm I'm good. Thank you so much for coming out again, T. It was great to see you, man. Yeah, Thanks man. for having. We me. need to have you on more often. Well, it's hard usually during the year because I'm trying to do the school thing, but I'm off for the summer. Woo-hoo. Decided to take a break. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so what are you? What's your major? Uh, electrical engineering. Oh cool. And how far I along to are you? Build things. Two yeah. years in. Yeah. Another couple years then. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. yeah, it's awesome around fall, springtime. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Well, we will chat at you all next time that we chat at you all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure when that will be because I'll be I don't I don't get back until next the following Tuesday. Uh, so okay. we may not record until the week after that. Okay. We'll have to see how that all goes. Mm-hmm. Got to play it by ear. Yep. Shit's all up in the air. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy busy. All right. Goodbye everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.
was just trying to make a photo look a little more artistic. Yeah. You should have kept me out of it then. <laughs> that was the point. I was trying to get you in the photo. I oh. look like, hey, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. 